2: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, twill immortal judges face the hard task of deciding where punching Cam Smith in the dick sits within this
1: bountiful 2018 season. Garth Brennan discovers that not all of Bryce Cartwright's problems can be fixed with a coat hanger. Scott Bolton breaks down in tears as he's denied by a pad for the second time this season. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 10 of the 2018 NRL season. All that more this week in league.
2: episode 286 of This Week in League. I'm Nate and I'm Jay. So, so I was looking at the um, 286 thing and I was like oh wow that's you know we knew 300 was coming and it was going to be this season so I thought oh just to say I was like I had a look and I'm like okay let's see what the let's see how 300 and it ends up landing in like I was I was hoping I was like wow wouldn't that be great if that was like you know like the end of the season so <laughs> it'd be work out perfectly. Yes. No it's like the middle of August so unfortunately it's not even the end of the regular season but uh I have to think of something I don't know what ideas Send us ideas um
1: maybe, maybe next week we'll call it
2: 286 part A yep yeah, and we'll just go through you know to part one like, yeah. or something <laughs> like that <and> <laughs> 286.1 <laughs> um so shout shout out to uh shout out to Vonnie and the Fox Sports crew listening in as always doing great work over there with the game telecast um Shout out to Grover as well uh, for giving us the idea for the, uh, one of the lines this week, yeah, the Scott Bolton one this specifically. Um, we just had a lot of tweets, so I said, Vonnie, because we had a lot of tweets from people going, Tell us this, tell us they're not watching, fucking, <laughs> tell us they're not listening to this weekend league. Yeah. We're talking about Tigers in decline and stuff. And um, especially, like, the timing. Like, they're really they're just bringing it out at the right time, aren't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> almost, almost, it's sprouted from everywhere at the same time. So everyone's recognised. Must be three games is, a, is a, the key.
1: And I'll tell you what. You know, when, when you're a budding journalist... Yep. ...especially an NRL journalist... Yep. First day on the job, you're given a couple of things. You're given a fucking flask that you can secretly drink malt whiskey out of <laughs> for the next 40 years yep. you're given a two-for-one coupon at Stilettos <laughs> you're also given a fucking thesaurus <laughs> I mean, the fact that they couldn't find any words that were similar to decline yeah
2: yeah yeah exactly well you know what you can't you know you can't improve upon perfection <laughs> It's encapsulated in that phrase, it just rolls off the tongue,
1: and uh, yeah. I think someone needs to make you a Wikipedia page. <laughs>
2: Originator of... And that, that's it. Tigers in Decline. That's it. <laughs> well, you know, it's gone on my gravestone, I've said it before. That's pretty much, that's, that's, that's my legacy.
1: <laughs> in, in my book, you know, with your, your honourable heritage, it was neck and neck for me between implementing Tigers in Decline... And the, hopefully, fondly remembered, but probably forgotten, has Lottie scored a hat com. Yeah, that was
2: good times. I'm glad Lottie gave us a good few seasons. And uh, the only thing I regret about the has Lottie scored a hat-trick uh, era, I wish he had have got one for South in <laughs> 2014. <laughs> that would have just made the whole thing. What's he
1: doing? Is he playing in some provincial fucking comp somewhere?
2: Nah, I don't think so. Okay. I think he's just, you know... Just living his dream.
1: If anyone's running around with Lottie on the weekend, yeah. or you know, if he's playing touch or something, I like to think
2: he's living his best life, whatever that is. Not scoring mm. hat tricks. Not going
1: near elevators, from what I've heard.
2: I'm in an elevator. Just he's got like a phobia for.
1: No, for not him. Knew a girl that was a um, a carer for one of his kids. Okay. Deathly afraid of elevators.
2: Okay. There
1: you go. Yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, the decline affects people in
1: many, many ways. (laughs)
2: Many, many ways. (laughs) Many, many ways. Um, News this week. I didn't write down any news that I wanted to talk about because, like, the Scott Bolton thing, okay, cool, that happened. Presumption of innocence. There's no details to talk about anyway. He's been... uh, He's clear to play from the NRL. He's clear to play from the Cowboys' perspective. Whether they play him or not, I'm not sure. I mean, I I would imagine that they'd be making a, a call on whether it would affect the team morale and stuff overall and yeah. uh, uh, th- that sort of thing. Uh, before he plays at so this stage, he's in, though, uh, as we record on Wednesday night. Um, but Look, j- yeah. Just speculating. Yeah.
1: If it was true... Yes. Would it not be in Scott Bolton's best interest to get the fuck back to North Queensland mm-hmm. and be in damage control with his wife? Well, he did go back
2: and then come back down again because like the team was actually staying down there in bondi or whatever is that as their base all week
1: but oh, okay he so back. he went went back and then came back down
2: yeah oh, okay. yeah and then so then then after that is when he broke his silence and had his tearful thing or whatever and
1: yeah that that was that was some real emotion
2: oh yeah but i mean i'm not gonna feel sorry for anyone accused of something unless it turns out it was wrongly accused yeah and i can't imagine it was mm. i mean because it wouldn't have gone this far mm. already. So
1: Yeah, my whole thing, even if he's innocent, I would still love one fucking club, just one fucking club, to come out and say this has been the allegation, yeah. the player intends to plead innocence and yeah. fight it. Yep. You know, to their full extent and their mm-hmm. rights within the law. Yep. However, to respect what an important issue this is within our community and our society, he's going to stand down voluntarily yep. 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 until justice goes through. I'd yep. fucking love that'd be the fucking happiest day of my life. Yeah, especially with all the shit show that's coming out of the AFL at the moment.
2: Oh, mate, they have got the fucking best broom squad, bar none. Yeah, because this is like you know there there are things that have happened in other sports, obviously, but the NFL, NFL that stuff that stuff happens and it blows up, and you know you got the Greg Hardy things, and you got your you know fucking what's his face who smashed his girlfriend in the elevator on, on camera and everything like fucking fully like decked her and then dragged her unconscious body out
1: <laughs> like what like Fred Flintstone style oh, fuck yeah fuck, fuck.
2: <laughs> like fucking bam bam and it was like you know then you could there's like camera footage inside the elevator watching it and then there's footage outside the door as the doors open they come out the thing and he's pretty much just dragging her unconscious
1: body out. Christ. Like,
2: and he, he never I don't, he never played again however they still get dragged over that sort yeah. of that stuff and like, you know, whether their response is too harsh, not harsh or whatever. AFL, they just do what the fuck they want and just sail through. The fact
1: the fact for fucking whoever that was, that senior senior office holder there to come out and say that he believes it's absolutely fine to pay off. That was to like to their, pay their, off their boss
2: or. or that was like
1: their... Yeah, but like I don't know if they were like, like Greenberg, the whatever, Greenberg the, level boss or John Grant level fucking yeah. boss or whatever, anyway, but... I thought it was like their Greenberg guy. Okay. Oh, like so Gillen,
2: whatever his fucking name is, yeah.
1: Fucking cunt, but you know, to, to just come out and say, Oh, yeah, that you know, I believe that hush money's fine,
2: pay them off, and yeah, fucking hell, quiet them down. Um, yeah, pretty uh, like, and you know, it's one thing to think that way, but and it's another thing to actually say it in a press conference to fucking media. Like, <laughs> come on, man, yeah, and that just shows the level, either the level of subservience that the media has, the AFL media has to the organization. For one, they're totally fucking, they bitches. Yeah. Because they can say that shit and get away with it. <laughs> and who, it's not a
1: problem. Who was that other journal that came out and said that, you know, through his whole career he was told to not write things about AFL and this, that and the other and... Did it cost him his job?
2: the, the AFL are a, a very strong organisation with their media. I mean if you if you don't do if you say the things they don't want you to say or you don't do what they want you to do, then they'll just fucking blackball you and that's the end of you for your AFL career yeah. of uh reporting.
1: Yeah.
2: And they don't want that, obviously, because AFL sells papers down there. Yeah. So I can't and like up here and up here is a to compare and contrast. Well not up here so much, but let's say in Sydney you got your, your crisis merchants in the newspapers down there, and they'll say whatever the fuck they want. They'll have a story a day running something into the ground. Yeah. And the NRL does nothing. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, it's like it's a two part thing. I'm of two minds. I mean, it's like on one hand, I'm like, you know, you should be tougher with these crisis merchants and kind of at least direct them to, the, you know, real issues and, you know, not just trying to drum up shit. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want things swept either.
1: No, not at all. So,
2: yeah. Um, Tough situation. It to 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 seemed sued, fucking. That happened, like, probably not long after after the show last week. Yeah. And uh, when well, he said he was going to slit a reporter's throat and shit down their neck, uh, a junior a junior reporter uh, for Channel 7 up here, I think uh-huh. it was, who who uh, inadvertently uh, broke, b- broke his exclusive of Todd Carney moving back down to New South Wales. But it isn't even like he broke it. It's not even like a proper story. You know, it's either. not
1: like I'm going to take this and put my name to it and post it on the fucking no, site. You no. put it on a social Just media page. Out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that
2: guy's an absolute cunt and has been for years. I mean, you know, Manly fans will be getting a ton of a ton of pleasure out of uh, Masood's demise. But it turn, as it turns out, it seems like it, pleasure is coming from universal fucking yeah, everybody. Yeah, and, not, and it's funny when you kick people on the way up, like he obviously did. Wow, I mean, you know, you've got, a, <laughs> you've got an army of people ready to shovel fucking dirt
1: onto your, onto your grave when you fall. <laughs> if, if you look across, you know, rugby league, yep. you know, there's really only, I'd say, half a dozen well-known journalists. And it's almost like they're afraid of losing their spot at the table. So it wouldn't take much for the NRL to kick them all into line.
2: No, no, not at all.
1: yeah you know? um, but then you see in the paper today Greenberg's hanging out with Buzz at the no, pub. I did not. I did not see that. What was that? Oh, there's what was a photo of what? them fucking hugging each other. Buzz looked like he was off his tits at three in the afternoon. But
2: yeah, but I mean that guy. He's got that look of that fucking tea bag that's always down off his tits
1: at three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> every day. <laughs> He well, he's off his
2: tits at 10.30am.
1: You know, if <laughs> something waddles and quacks. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to throw out a bone and say fetch, Roger. <laughs> so, um, on the subject of that, did you see Greenberg's response to the uh, current referee no, I criticisms? No, I did not. So there's been, obviously, some criticisms from a couple of decisions, yep. a couple of games over the weekend, and... Greenberg has shown that he's still that fucking far removed from reality. Yeah. That he believes that all comments about referees are exactly the same.
2: Yeah. Okay. So just so, and and then therefore should all just be yeah.
1: Pretty much just dismissed outright. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for, yeah, you had a certain section of people that they were saying that oh, too many penalties, too many penalties, too many penalties. Yep. That's a completely fucking different grievance from blatantly wrong. Yeah, wrong decision, wrong decision. Course. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. And so Green, Greenberg's response to that was, "Are oh, you, you you've got players on a football field and they're human and during the course of a game they drop the ball and they you know they make mistakes and they do the wrong thing. Our referees are human too, so so you've got to allow them hmm. to make mistakes." Now, yes, everyone's human and everyone makes mistakes. The fucking issue is though that the players on that field their livelihood and their careers yeah. depend on the outcome yeah. of a large section of these games. Yeah.
2: And it, then all the support staff and you know, coaching staff.
1: Correct. And the rest, yeah. But it's also in their hands because it is their performance. Mm-hmm. If they get something wrong, then it affects the team and that's the team's thing to improve. The other thing is the players don't have the fucking technology... To, to help them knock on less
2: yeah.
1: and refuse to use it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it comes down to certain. Yeah, you, know, you just have to ask a couple of questions. Yeah. You know, first question is, are you happy with the accuracy of the decisions that have been made on the field? You know, by by your by our referees. Yeah. And you would have to say, well, no, because we're not at one hundred percent. So then you go, okay, what factors are contributing? that 100% figure not being achieved at the moment or not being achievable mm-hmm. and then you go okay well fuck you know they yeah, you know, they're you know they're, they're only human yeah, you know they make mistakes could those mistakes be rectified by uh, a review like uh, you know the scrums take time to pack and if it's a simple matter if there's a ball being knocked on yep then it's a simple matter that okay you go you think these guys have knocked it on so you you rule the, the feed going one way it takes him 30 seconds to pack a scrum and he has to wander over and stuff unless it's at the end of the game when they're trying to stop the clock. Plenty of time for the upstairs to go, oh, actually, no, you got it reversed it's, it's actually the other guy's feet. Yeah. That's simple. And that removes a large amount of frustration.
1: And especially when so many of the decisions happen in either crucial times or zones on the field. Yeah. Like shit like when there's an attacking kick put up. Yep. The difference between, did it come off an attacker or a defender? mm mm-hmm. Is a difference between a drop out and another set of pressure for the defending team,
2: or getting out of it, or saving themselves out. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, um, and it's, yeah. It's, fuck all the time. My young fella loves Josh Adokar. Yep. And he was watching a bunch of his highlights on, on YouTube. And I was yep. Sitting down and watching him, and there was a try scored this year. I think it was against uh, Warriors. I Think it was against the Warriors. Where he like he's run ninety five meters and he's yeah yeah. You know, if you have a look, right when he scores the try, he scores right in the corner, the mm-hmm. right-hand edge of the field, and he jumps. Yep. And you can see the touch judge is ten metres back. Yep. yep. Because he's not as fucking quick.
2: Yeah, and no one yeah, as that no yeah.
1: Then you can see exactly where the touch judge is looking, and he's trying to look at the ball being planted. So he's yeah. diving through the air, and you can see the touch judge trying to look at yeah. where the ball is. Meanwhile, Adokar's hand is about five centimetres from the touchline. Yeah. How the fuck is one touchy supposed to be looking for all of these three things?
2: From 10 metres back or wherever far yeah. back. Under, yeah. And there's, there's, there's so many factors. And, and you know what? Looking at those things that we've just mentioned, none of those create extra stoppages yeah. in the game. Because it's already a stoppage. It'll yep. you know, knock on away, you know, it. like a penalty being blown yep. or something like that. You know, there's the, these things are already stoppages that can yep. be, you know, be very quickly. And if it's quick enough that, uh, that comment, commentators and fans at home can go, oh, fuck that, they'll watch the replay and go, that, no, that's it.
1: You know, that. Exactly.
2: Boom, you haven't, you, you've not lost any time. It's not this, I I hear this, you know, oh, we don't want to turn it into the NFL. And the games go five hours. Our game isn't structured that way. Yeah. it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop that many times. Yeah, it's uh, and these things are not. These are the things that happen anyway. They're stoppages that
1: are already stopped. Yeah, um, that's the other thing though. If it's done properly, yeah, it would actually create fewer stoppages. How many yeah. times do you see a captain up to the referee? Yeah, this and this and this and yeah. this and yeah. this. Yeah. You know, he yeah. touched it and this, and you can clearly see and have a yeah. look. And why didn't yeah. you? Da, 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 da. Yeah. It just eliminates that. Yeah. If a player comes up, the referee can just simply say to them, that's the review we've had. That's what the video showed.
2: Yeah. yeah you are down here with me, mate. What are you... You know, Easy. You're looking up at a fucking... You know,
1: if you really want to go to the fucking nth degree there's the capacity to put GPS trackers in balls and then you can start to find out did things go forward or backwards out of the hand. Yeah,
2: they never want to do you that. They, <laughs> never, they never want to, they never want to do, uh, take, take that on, Yeah, um, But, uh, yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. And it's like, and then but, you look at the next point, okay, so, uh, you know, the guys, the, the referees are human and um, they can make mistakes. Okay, if they make mistakes just because they're wrong, Um, would they make, would you say they make more or less so, mistakes under fatigue? Yeah. Well, they'd make more mistakes under fatigue. Okay, so what do we do to, to remove fatigue?
1: Yeah you ever done the the Harbour Bridge climb? No, I haven't. You know they make you put a safety harness on there? Yes. Because people are fucking human, they make mistakes, and they can fall off a fucking bridge. Yeah. So instead of going, look, people are human, and you just need to fucking accept.
2: We need to accept we're going to lose one or two.
1: (laughs) Sometimes. You may need to put your wipers on when it's sunny on the bridge. (laughs) No. Use some fucking basic technology and can't stop falling off it. Yeah. You know? it boggles a fucking mind but again green turd is that far out of fucking touch with with what's going on yeah
2: and and the thing is if you could actually if you actually would would uh lean on the on the technology more you could probably take you could take one of the referees off the field yeah as well which is something that people that you know seem to enjoy or seem to want now that like, it's funny like, it just seems like there's this pining for the the old days like that one was, ref yeah, yeah and, and uh, look I th- I, th- I think that the standard of refereeing is probably you know exactly the same if you know maybe fractionally better I'm not sure I mean I don't have the but I tell you one thing there was far less technology back then to, to highlight yeah, like that. and there's still there's still bad try decisions that I remember yeah. this fucking day from 1994 and yeah. Know, yeah, where, yeah where we got robbed from this and that so yeah exactly yeah so so yeah so basically yeah fucking do something about it you bald cunt
1: I want a fucking response I want someone at yeah. fucking NRL to actually come out and explain why they're not using the bunker for that shit
2: well you remember as well it was like a Tony Archer thing as well they actually were using the bunker to, to review things in like 2016 and then he came out and said oh well you know we're going to change that why it was just a determination of at the, our end of season review which decided that that's something that isn't allowable this this whole fucking thing what's allowable and what isn't allowable, if it's if it's view if it's determinable via the technology, fucking let them. Exactly. Oh, and if it takes ten seconds more, then you know there's another fucking 10-second yeah. TVC for nuggets and. This is the thing. It,
1: it's that fucking <sighs> simple. That would placate, I'd say, eighty percent of the fan whinges about referees. Do
2: you think? I mean, this is this is a very like a very, you know smooth and clear-cut situation it's not reality and not going to happen but do you think that hypothetically speaking that if we reached a, p- a position whereby referees got the decisions right 99 percent of the time so when you think of the decisions in a game that would probably be one bad decision unlike things you know think of the how many bad decisions we get like now around there's probably like five big ones and you're know, like they were dead wrong and had an impact okay? yep. across across around of football so let's say we we could remove all of those, and you get you get one of those every other week. Yep. Do you think? I <laughs> will tell you one thing: it would shut the fans up because the fans are fucking whingers at heart.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just as I'm saying, I'm thinking, nah. Look, I'm, fans just love a. Whinge. You know what? It it may just be that that one that yeah one wrong call that really isn't bad in the scheme of things because yeah. there's no others. Yep. It it becomes the great the biggest yeah big the, fucking, of the yeah yeah the okay. biggest scandal ever. But I honestly think that the majority of people would be happy if we could get to the stage and you accept that there's some that are really fucking tough to adjudicate on yeah. things like somebody goes over for a try and there's four guys on top of him and six guys come from every angle and cover the fucking camera,
2: which happens almost every time. There's a, a like a held up, yeah. you know, set you know, it up as a try
1: thing. The, bu- the bunker's never going to do that.
2: Yeah. Because, once again, it's like, you know, what, you know, it's like, put yeah. GPS on the ball, and I, it's like, you know, does it break the plane of, like, you
1: know, the ground? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You know? Um, it's... There's going to be that shit that you never get. Yeah, yep. um, I Honestly, think, though, that if they started using it, you're going to get other shit like, okay, well... Or, you know, even loose, loose carries and strips.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've gone a, They've gone a, more of a way... That, that's better this year than it has been. Mm. Just because of the way they've, you know, they've removed the... The, the second the second tackler thing and if the, if someone yeah. engages and disengages and you know that's it's you know it's a live ball again, mm. um then we've seen people like you know like Kenny Edwards take advantage of that and he just gets yeah. in there and he's just like fucking fuck off and they literally let go and he's yeah. just like rat,
1: rat, <laughs> just in there like a fucking raptor. Yeah, I'm happy with the honest yeah. football ball carrier. Yeah, yeah, like how were you taught to carry football? Well,
2: fucking don't drop it, cunt. I think that was the. Well, it <laughs> I think, would, I think it that would was
1: to, it. you know it would point yep. point yep. the elbow. Yep. Yep. Hand over the other point. Yep. And as you go into impact. Cover with the other. Hand. Cover
2: it up, and yeah. and also, and, and and there was also there, there were people who the that we had that you know like they weren't as you know like they were newer and they they were smaller or they weren't mm. as comfortable you know they, they their ball security wasn't as great and so they were told don't fucking worry about all you worry about is wrap it up yeah like don't you know this is obviously back in the day you, know, you don't have to be fucking Gene Miles you know big <laughs> <laughs> <not laughs> you know, fending people <laughs> off of, you know, carrying in yeah. one hand
1: Just, yeah yeah
2: you know, wrap the fucking thing up yeah so. so um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah Greenberg you're a cunt do something you allegedly bitch. do something uh, yeah do something you ball bitch um,
2: oh, I don't know what else to talk about as far as the news I think we can just get into the into the games, fantastic. Because um, this is the thing with the news league, like you know we can't really talk about the about the Bolton thing because you know it'll 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 all come out in the wash when it comes out, you know. Mm-hmm. And other than that, we're starting to get into that most most vague time of the year, which is origin hopeful time of the year oh, where hell. all the news stories become about this guy's an origin bolter this guy's an origin hopeful this veteran may get the, this may be his last series call maybe, up, you know, yeah. will, will they put him in there you know for his experience blah 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 is this person eligible etc 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 so we're coming up to that time of year which is the, the zero news time of the year yeah Footy, Thursday night, Suncorp. The Broncos, 22, defeated the Doggies, 20. Um, this one, the Broncos had tries through Oates, Glenn, and, off, and Uh Asako, three of three conversions, two of two penalty goals, including another crucial one at the end. Mm. The Doggies, 20, came from tries to Martin, Frawley, Holland, by three of three conversions and one of two penalty goals.
1: Yeah, look, the, the Doggies came out and had a, a nice, fast start on this one. I was really impressed with, with the way they began the game, but they fu- from there...
2: Well, you know, the, and then they had the... Uh, you know, and f- As fortunate as it was, only the Broncos came back at them, but then as fortunate as it was, they did get themselves back into what certainly was a match-winning lead with oh. uh, only a couple of minutes left on the clock.
1: The, see, the, they did, every, in my opinion, they did everything they could to get Brisbane back at them. Mm. You know, the, even when they got out to an early lead, yeah, it was just sloppy play yeah. and and silly decisions to to really give Brisbane every opportunity Um, funny thing here was though the surface at Suncorp I I might be wrong here
2: and it's been bad in the past you know what I want to say and this is you know this might be my memory playing up on me but I want to say that the surface at Suncorp has had issues from time to time whether it be from the other sports use, you know, or like a yeah. concert using the ground, yeah. or like the rugby using the ground, or yep. what, you know, whatever. Since the floods, yes, the surface has been has been pretty shit, and there's been times where they were talking mm. about pulling the whole thing up, and it was sandy, mm. sandy and, and, and terrible. And, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah, you know, th- there were, and the two ones that come to mind are obviously you know the Darius Boyd and mm-hmm. Jack Bird.
2: Yeah, he it's not pickled, didn't he? <laughs> Pickle slip. Takes them out He takes them out of. I've, I've heard that's the only thing At McDonald's He
1: doesn't eat Don't they have salads now? Because <laughs> he's not He's not fucking are they, eating salads
2: He's still persisting with those <laughs> I don't
1: know But um Yeah the they were running and, and really not even at, at full pace. Neither of yeah. them are super speedsters, and they just
2: and it wasn't like he was like majestically wrong footed by like yeah. <laughs> like a Roger Tuivasa-Shek esque yeah Dal- it was they, they literally
1: slowed down yeah. yeah to to meet the ball yeah and and their feet kept going it, <laughs> yeah so um and the, the dogs to me just look look to have the same issues they had last year they're just. Absolutely flaccid after four tackles, if you 're playing the dogs and you can defend against four tackles, mm-hmm. you know that there's really going to be very little threat on a fifth because more often than not they 're going to come up with useless fifth tackle options or they 're just going to die with the ball yeah
2: if they're ten meters out, you know you 've got to watch for that that short that short ball to rampaging for tal Mar yep. on the, on the left from yep. but otherwise. Like four and four and eight, that guy that's putting putting um, you know hitting forty twenties and you know, putting up yeah. amazing bombs and everything like that. That's He's the other half, which yeah. they don't have.
1: And you, you look at the like the team that came and shocked Brisbane at Suncorp were with the Titans. Yep. Back before they were shit. Yep. Um, well, it was
2: kind of between shits because, <laughs> because they got flogged yeah, away before.
1: <laughs> that's right. Um, but they came out there and they never gave Brisbane an opportunity to get comfortable. Yep. They were just at them and at them and at them and they were relentless. The Broncos really never looked out of this game. And even though the dogs were ahead on the scoreboard, it always just felt like it was a matter of time till they came back. Um, some very, very simple tries later and then all of a sudden you get the, the M by push. Which, you know, I don't want to piss off Doggies fans. By the letter of the law, I think that was a penalty.
2: It was 100% a penalty, and there's, and there's three ways to think about it. One is the Doggies fan fucking tinfoil idiot way, which is,
1: <laughs>
2: oh, there was nothing in that. You know, that shouldn't have been a penalty. Look at the referee giving him the Broncos the game. For, look, I, I get it. If I was a fan of the Dogs, if it had, or if it happened to my team, yep. I would be fucking livid. Because then the second way to think about it is the black and white rules way. He put a hand on him, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that's definitely a penalty. Yep. Which is the correct way, which is the correct way to think. However, there is also the understandable way of thinking, which is like, yes, he put a hand on him, but did it have any effect whatsoever on the play? Zero. It's like he almost like he did it and immediately regretted and not did anything about it, you know what I mean? So, but as completely ineffectual as it was, still a penalty. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, the only option he had there was to uh, not touch him at all. And if that had been the case, it was a golden point. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, and, yeah but any time he touches him, or if he touches him any more severely than he did, then,
1: yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm also glad that there was a penalty blown that decided a game right at the end. Yep. Because for too long, players have known that, okay, the, whistle the, the, put away the, the whistle's going situations. away in the last yep. two, so you can get away with more than you would otherwise. Yep. Um, so I think it's a bigger picture that that's a positive.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's funny though. It's it's amazing how like these how little little turns in fortune can completely define seasons. Because let me tell you, if it wasn't for a goalpost and two fucking match giving yeah. penalties in front at the end of games, the Broncos would be a two win side with a shit surface at their home ground. Yes, And would be. And let me tell you. The crisis would be far worse in our market where we are. Fuck yeah! <laughs> could you could you fucking imagine the yeah. scenes? And uh, I mean, and the, the, that and uh, it's a razor thin difference. Um, look,
1: Broncos fans wouldn't be sitting there, you know. Oh yeah, I'm on with Wayne now, just trying to find Jack Bird's best position.
2: Yeah, you no. Know? Well, I mean, look. Let me tell you, I've got a tweet this week. They're not. They're even now. They're not. <laughs> they're not on with that. He's back to the centers this week, I hear. So.
1: Yes, and then you have uh, good old ex Broncos Hodge and uh, Lockie. I think haven't saying that he needs to play lock.
2: Yeah, is it he just, does, does, does do they say he needs to play lock or like he yeah. wants to? He wants to
1: be a lock. No, or? no, that, that's what they said. I think it's just because now he weighs as much as Wade Graham. They may need to put a fucking the lock there. on his.
2: <laughs> they put a <laughs> on lock, the on, <laughs> lock on his local mackers. <laughs> <laughs> get that fucking get that McDonald's fucking <laughs> flyby's card or whatever it is he's. Sw- <laughs> it just boggles my mind I get sponsorship sponsorship but it just boggles my mind <laughs> that that you could think it's a good thing as a fringe benefit to give players $20 of Maccas a day <laughs> especially you would think that you'd identify them at the start of the season well obviously yeah look at look at Birdie he fucking likes a burger Sammy Thide eh? he's not getting one of
1: these yeah. cards Look, I, Milford, I w- no way. I would like to say it surprises me. Yeah. And as much as I love rugby league and and the culture and even, you know, shit cunt teams and their shit cunt fans yeah. and, and the rivalry, unfortunately on, on the scale of professional sports.
2: Yeah. we still we're still not yeah. far from meat raffles. Yeah. The meat trays and it's <laughs> We're not as far removed from the meat trays as, as, as we'd like to think yeah, in know. our more cultured moments.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it, it's funny, I was watching the, um, there was an interview with Luke Lewis on, and Josh Reynolds are on one of the shows. Yep. We got a snippet of that, and they were talking about you know, the Scott Bolton thing, players going out for beers. And both Reynolds and Lewis were there basically saying, well, fuck it, we're grown-ups, we, sh- we should be able to have a beer. You know, I know guys that have a couple of beers with dinner every night, and that's just what they do when they're... Yep. That's how they prepare for their, their games. And the fucking little hobbit cunt that writes... What's his name? You've got to give me more than that. He played like two games for Parramatta. Ken. Yeah. yeah. Um, he comes and actually made a cracker of a point.
2: Yeah.
1: He said, now, the, the Commonwealth Games were just up on the Gold Coast. How many athletes do you think four days out, five days out from their event drinking alcohol, or having a beer with dinner? Yeah, you know how how many? Yeah. They, afterwards, fair enough.
2: Because oh, they had like a at the Commonwealth Games, didn't they have like a like a Mr. Whippy or something like they had like an all you could eat ice cream thing yeah. in, vill- in the athletes' village or something? Yeah. You know? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: But they weren't hitting that before their event though. Exactly. If my event was on day two, though, you know you'd be hitting it from days three through 14. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
1: Man. If I was there with an all-you-can-eat, Mr. Whippy, I'd just send an email. Dear E-Fucked, I have all your content for you for the next five years. <laughs>
2: oh, dear. Shall we move on to the tweets? Yes. Um, (laughs) Stuart Mahler. Geez, Jermaine Asako said stats are going to need an asterisk next to them by the end of the year if they keep giving him dodgy, match winning kicks like this.
1: I can kick, though.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, but when you have the rest blowing them all in front, yeah. (laughs) I mean, of course he's kicking touchline ones as well, but uh, GT351 underscore Johns. At least aliens would use lube before an aim while probing. Sun just gets in there with an iron glove in bunghole for eighty minutes. There's a lot said. I mean, and yeah, the Broncos do enjoy a very good record, not as good as I've seen some some corners of the media stating. I mean, they're like saying it's like some something to zero. I mean, Broncos lose under the guy, but yeah, they do. They do have a well. As someone who's playing the Broncos at SunCorp this weekend, I'm certainly glad that he's not, yeah <laughs> that uh that we're not getting the the um the old mate there uh, JSJ Hogan stats are a funny thing against Brisbane we were behind in every stat and lost by two two weeks ago we led every stat against the Roosters and couldn't score any points it comes down to opportunities whether you create them for your team or give them to the opposition and yeah and I think this case was uh, definitely the giving them to the opposition yes underscore JDHD Seeing all the dogs fans claim conspiracy against their team when Todd Greenberg is the CEO is, <laughs> is the CEO of the NRL is chicken soup for my red V soul. Actually, burn, baby, burn. <laughs> uh, hot dogs of war. My poor dogs were robbed tonight by those blind incompetent refs. Could have used my new tool member scarf a few weeks <laughs> early. Yes. Um, where are we? Uh, yeah, Jared underscore Hunt. Can someone please tell me when it's okay for you to grab a play without the ball? It's a penalty all day. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And final word goes to Cruzy06. If we don't offload that cunt ox bird at the end of the year, <laughs> I'm going to lose my ship. Surely I can upgrade him for chicken and chips, combat red rooster. <laughs> I love unloading wholesome elves to that fraud footy side. Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't. Yeah, he understands the situation, but he'll still take that win. Uh, Rabbito's 36 to feed the Knights 18 uh, at McDonald uh, McDonald Jones. Uh, good crowd. i um, just under twenty three thousand. The rabbits. 36 came from tries to Jennings, Walker, Graham, Gagai, Cook, and Inglis. Reynolds, 4 of 6 conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Knights, 18, came from a double to two dads. Uh, Matatia, uh, S, and uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon also with tries. Uh, Ponga, 1 of 2 conversions. And CO, fucking Barry Crocker, 0. Mmm. Which wasn't a difference in the game. However, it certainly was a big difference in the, the swing and opportunities and It was a like, difference
1: a difference like, at half time, I'd say. Yeah,
2: yeah, but it's also also mentally the difference I mean with those goals that that yeah. CO, CO was missing too. Like yeah. they were a lot closer at times in the, the crucial times of the game than the scoreline dictated.
1: Well this is the thing, they went into half time in this game. And this is after the, the the Rabbits came out. Yeah. And were was it, like twelve nil up after yeah, eight minutes or something. Yeah. I, I honestly thought that the Knights were going to get absolutely fucking hope soloed. Yep. Um, but to their credit, the, they came back. They they dug in. But at half time, it was three tries apiece. Yep. But it was sixteen. Um, whatever it was, sixteen. No. Eight eighteen, fucking twelve or whatever. So yeah, six points was yeah. the difference. But it's too late for me to do math. <laughs>
2: Well okay. and and it's funny the um, rabbit the rabbis seem to have the the, the seem to be great at capitalising this shit too. I remember a game against Manly early mm-hmm. last year where I think Manly scored two tries in the first like, you know, four or five minutes or whatever, missed the goal, so it was eight nil. Yeah. And so the rabbit's come back and score tw- two tries, you know, over yeah. the course it's, it's tw- yeah. all of a sudden it's twelve eight and you're That's fucked, it. you know. Exactly. We're I mean, not fucked, but I mean you're like, hang on a minute. Yeah. There's absolutely no no reward for, you know, like emotional reward for <laughs> yeah, exactly. for for early toil, you know. Exactly. Um the Rabbitohs, I think, if they can keep, if they can keep an uh, like a, a consistent lineup together, this, this brand of football that Sea has got, it's finally you know he, he's finally exercised most, if not all of the, of the madge, yeah, this out of the out of the Rabbitohs, and I mean they're they're playing a much better brand of football I think than anyone would have given
1: them, hope of you know so quickly. Well, they're stretching defenses. You yeah. know it was apparent all night against Newcastle that they were so concerned with containing. South middle, yeah. It left them way too exposed, yeah, on and, the edges.
2: And it's just yeah, you and know, when you've got like Origin guys like you know GI and Gagai out there, yeah.
1: But then it also gives you options back through, yep, because they've got guys with you know better than average, or much better than average pace, yeah, throughout their whole backline and spine, yep. including their nine. It means that. You've got the defence unsure almost all the time. And they had a couple of plays where they'd come back in the middle or, or Cook had just absolutely burned He scored another one himself, yep. you know, straight out of dummy half. Yep. Um, it, it's just the sort of attacking lineup and the attacking potential that keeps defensive lines very unsure of themselves.
2: On a scale of 1 to 10, how happy would you be with Cook as the New South
1: Wales hooker? Um, I, I would be happy. I haven't seen him have enough defensive masterclass games. But you know what? For that? and I Yeah, there's that thing, don't pick on defence, it's no, origin. We've had, we've, always had, do we've, that.
2: we've had the defensive one. For, you know, not last year, but we've had the defensive one for years, and he, you know, and and he'll, and he'll pull off sixty-six tackles in a in a fucking Origin game. That,
1: I'd be, I'd terrific. be fine. No, no, I'd be fine with him. I'd rather this 30. stuff. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I want that, but I'd al- I'd also like him to be plugging up holes where yeah. he needs to be. So, and I'm not saying he can't do that. I'm just saying I probably haven't seen enough of it to be hundred percent happy. Doing that? Um, so I I would be seven out of ten happy. For his play style, I'd be two and a half out of ten additional because I would then be able to have posters of the New South Wales Origin team on my kid's wall without that fucking... You weren't ashamed of. ...bucktooth, freaking clown-looking <laughs> cunt from St George on there.
2: Because he would have to be the other... I mean, it's a two-horse race now, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, thankfully, yeah. you know, the, the, the Mr. Mister Seabold over there, over there at South Central, he... Uh, <laughs> He's he's not using Farrah for anything, so not, there's no chance, no possible chance, no not that he at can all. possibly be picked from you know Reggie's or all. whatever. Uh, so yeah, look, yeah, and that, that that I mean, come on, man, you're making like I know we're not talking about the Dragons right now, but I mean, I don't know your contract value. I'm gonna guess it's in the you know circa three hundred thousand dollars a year minimum. Yeah, what's Invisalign costing? <laughs> Like, yeah I mean the off season is long at least do something though the, the, yeah I don't care if he fucking rocks up with like a fucking Tom Cruise extra middle tooth or whatever
1: no. Like, <laughs> well, you know, no i you could fit one in there if, you, if you're not going to fucking get him fixed yeah I want to see you in the fucking off season in Guatemala helping cunts build a dam to stop people getting flooded by the river just fucking chewing <laughs> through pine <laughs> beaver style <laughs> Um there's yeah, some fucking chompers. They yeah, are. no, I'd be happy.
2: Alright, little Buffalo. Seriously, Calin Ponger, how good can a chuppa chup in footy boots be? Look, he's uh he was always, he was he was always gonna be goodbye for whoever mm. you know, if the Cowboys retain him, well I mean he'd be killing it for them too, no doubt about it. Um just Do you think he'd get the opportunities? I would say so. In fact I think he might have got less opportunities
1: last year because he was gone. No, no, no sorry, I'm saying so. In, in this Newcastle yeah, team. Okay. He's very clearly the focal point.
2: Well, of yeah, a lot he lot would, would have to he would have to play. So, but I mean, look, okay, you think of someone like Coot, though because he would have started in, instead of instead of Coot because Coot yep. you know was out injured. So he would therefore, you know, potentially would have cemented a spot because they were in fucking trouble before Coot came back. Yeah. Before he came yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So 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 the, the fact that he's back now doesn't mean that he would have been back if Ponga was there and playing amazingly well. Mm. Yeah. And you know with Thurston, you know Thurston down a bit. Morgan, you know, very much down as well. Maybe he would have.
1: But that's what I'm saying. So you got a team where you know Michael Morgan came out of Origin camp, and fucking led him to a grand final. Yeah. Then you get Thurston come back in, and all of a sudden the fucking game plan switches, and okay, Morgan, you're back to your distinct fucking six role, and JT's back now, so we're we're running through him. Yeah. Ponger I reckon, would get a third of the touches he does at Newcastle up in North Queensland.
2: Yeah, but I just wonder with North Queensland, you know, with the other guys down, if he wouldn't get the touch, you know what I mean?
1: No, he'd get the game time. Yeah. But I'm saying with, within an 80 minutes, he'd get far fewer touches of the ball.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Swiss underscore Cowboy underscore 78. These fucking nights, I tip them, they lose. I tip against them, they win. The last three years, you were 90% losing at least. Hashtag consistency, hashtag good old times, <laughs> hashtag keep the spoon. The uh, Cowboys 26 to feed the Panthers 20 out at, uh what was it? Bathurst, uh, just over 10,000 um, in attendance. The Cowboys 26 came from tries to Morgan, Thurston, Hampton, Gavin Cooper, Thurston three or four conversions, and a couple of penalty goals of the Panthers 20, came from a double to Phillips and a double to Wallace, and Maloney two or four conversions.
1: Yes, there's a joke. I thought
2: we were almost set up for the, a repeat of last year. They were close enough to do the camera job that they did last year year in Bathurst. Yeah, no. But uh, not to be. This was a fucking good performance from the Cowboys, though.
1: The Cowboys did exactly to Penrith what Penrith did to them Mm -hmm. earlier in the season. Yep. You know, they, they came in as outsiders. Yep. And they came with a fucking determined forward pack who did not let up all night. Yep. And the thing that the Cowboys did much better than Penrith was they kept their intensity... In both defence and attack, yep. so well, Penrith had a you know a fair bit of sting in in their defence, and um, James Fiz- Fischar, I think he took Coote's soul home in a bottle. He fucking hit him that many times after he'd kicked the ball. Yeah, but having, um, having said that as well, Coote like did not put a foot wrong. He's got that fucking disease where the can just can't feel pain.
2: And this game was one of the games where, like, where, and he's probably had games like this for the Cowboys before, but this is one of these games when I was watching I was thinking, this guy, he's having a fucking blinder.
1: Like, he is, yeah, unfortunately, he's killing it. He, he tends to do that against us. <laughs> but, um, look, it,
2: like kicking, like you guys were fucking smashing him down their end to a, a set that yeah. would have a set that would have you know fifteen twenty meters game yep. whatever,
1: and then he would this left like, foot comes in, yeah, kick, just
2: bomb it downfield, and then all of a sudden you're you're pulling it out of your own twenty,
1: yeah, exactly, unbelievable, and yeah. You know, whereas there's been other games where he's been absolutely woeful under the high ball. He, he was just fucking safe as houses that night, and yeah, we, we copped it unfortunately, but. Yeah, Matt Scott and Tom Lolo really came out, yep. and they led from the front. You know, so uh, losing Merrin in the warm-up didn't help. Uh, I'm, I'm still yet to fucking see anything. Did you see the vision of him in the sheds?
2: No, I didn't. I've seen, I, I, I heard the reports through the game. I saw the x-rays and stuff like that.
1: So, when, it, when the game first started, all of a sudden I've seen Merrin in the sheds, and he's got a... a doctor with him and everyone's looking very fucking distressed yep. and so I've turned the volume up and they have gone oh Merrin's Marin, dislocated a finger in the warm up we don't know if he'll play Have dislocated dislocated and I don't know if they said that and that's what made me think it but fuck it looked like that doctor was trying to pull his finger back in and if he was trying to pull his fucking finger back in and it wasn't dislocated it was fractured
2: Then, yeah, then that's Dr. Nick Riviera. Well, that doctor,
1: so obviously it wouldn't have been a compound fracture at that stage because if you fucking see the bone coming out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking there's a high fucking chance that this doctor has pulled the bone through the skin. In his finger. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, But fuck me, that's some incompetent shit. Yeah, but what's the actual wash up though? It's not that bad, is it? He's been named this weekend. Whether that's actually I'm going to play or whether that's yeah, I thought I thought it was like he was a chance. We 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 need to name fucking eighty six people and yeah
2: yeah we we've, you know, got, we've got nineteen but we've got to find twenty one mm-hmm. somewhere.
1: Yeah, so um, that, that didn't help the rotation. You know, losing Leota was a a fucking big one as well. Yeah.
2: And There's, he's gone for how long? Like it's like it's not a full pack, is it? It's like it's not a season. No, it's, it's like it's, a.
1: It's a, a minor peg yeah. injury, but I think it's still sort of three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah. Which is a shame, because he was just fucking coming good. Yeah. He got in the fumbles out of his game. Yeah. Yep. Um, but this thing here with the Panthers that that they they really don't seem to want to do. People have figured out, fucking surprise, surprise, that the ball's going to Maloney.
2: Yeah. This so is what happens in a one-back system. Well, Believe it, me, I've been living it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they've They've also figured out that... There's only sort of two or three options. Penrith will run on that side because they don't run with a lot of depth yep. in their attack, um, and so there's no adjustment. Yep. So I'd I'd really like to see somebody of Maloney's class, you know, just top, changing things up a little bit. You know, defenses are going to rush on you now. Yeah. You know, they're going to rush on you. So if they rush on you, some little kicks through early try and build some pressure worst case you might get a repeat set because um, just going through the hands at the moment isn't working especially because we've got fucking second rowers in the centres Yeah, there needs to be some changes there they're not going to score points the way they were earlier in the season they're going to have to bash into cunts wear them out build some pressure and crack them long term yep
2: okay uh, swiss underscore cowboy under 78 again the people in rural New South Wales should be very grateful for the Panthers. they so giving them a chance to watch JT Masterclass live. Uh,
1: Rishay underscore Rishi. fucking Aryan motherfucker. <laughs> tweeting here, talking about fucking rural Australia after we liberated your whole fucking continent, you ungrateful Nazi cunt.
2: <laughs> um, appreciate, you, appreciate you getting a membership though, sir. Don't listen to Jay. We love you. It's times like this I'm glad. I, sorry, Richie underscore Rishi. It's times like this I'm glad I didn't convince myself to drive up to Bathurst and freeze to watch the Mighty Panthers serve this shit sandwich for dinner. Mm. Hashtag pan- Panther Pride? Question mark. Oof, that's tough. I don't think there was a lack of pride in the performance. I thought they, you know, they did, you know, fairly well under the circumstances. They just found a. Yeah, you, know,
1: you show me any other team in professional sport anywhere in the history of this fucking world, <laughs> universe, dimension, right? Like, we've got future Immortal on the fucking sidelines. We've lost an entire fucking Origin class forward pack. Like, we've, we've got a fucking winger that basically looks like a fucking poster from Terminator 2 now with half his fucking face off and cyborg shit everywhere. I think <laughs> it, it's the biggest fucking brave performance.
2: Oh, God. What the fuck is going on out there, though? Because, I mean, like, you had you could, you could had Ronnie that you could blame, but then you can't scapegoat him anymore.
1: That's oh, fucking Aaron Woods. <laughs> What's he got to fucking do with your injury problems? We crippled Cleary. And he crippled Edwards, <laughs> which is a giant fucking lumbering cunt-tato yep. that can't tackle properly, so he's yep. got to fall on people. Um, yeah, it's tough. The uh, Raiders,
2: 32 to the Titans, 18 uh, down there in Canberra, just over 11,000 in attendance. The Raiders, 32, came from Trice, Soliola, Croker, Tarpane, Kotrick, Shannon Boyd, and Jordan Rapiner. Four of six conversions to old eyes and the Titans 18 came from uh, tries to James, Proctor, Max, King and three of three conversions to Flash.
1: Fucking poor old Titan. He fucking don't pity them, they're already dead. Poor old. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't pity them. I pity somebody like Michael Gordon. Don't, twi- p- th- don't, p- don't pity him. He could have gone to England. The twilight of his career deserves better. <laughs> he could
2: have gone to England.
1: <laughs> it, it deserves better. Better than this fucking syphilitic cunt circus that is the Gold Coast Titans. Um, Look, a lot's been made of Ash Taylor and how he's crucial to that team. I really think he needs some assistance in making his decisions. You know, kick on the end of the first set of the game. And it may have just been a complete mishit, but he looked like he was going for one of the old. Like Kamali, touch finder specials. Yeah, where he'd fucking belt it through the line somehow and and yep. skid it low and just yep. not yep. give anyone the opportunity. <laughs> the first set of the game, why are you get why are you looking for touch? You, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> guys blowing up already. You're in your 40 <laughs> You know, like Connie's not fit, but no. <laughs> you know. he's got a couple of sets and, in him. Though <laughs> it it's just yeah, it, it was just such an odd play at at that stage. Yeah, and and then from there, the Raiders just took advantage of of some really shoddy defense. The tries they scored were, they were simple, but they were smart. Yeah. Yeah, on on his side, Bryce Cartwright, a lot's been made of him missing tackles. I I think it's more than him missing tackles. I think it's him knowing what to do in that fucking position in the defensive line, because you saw it time and time again... As the ball spread, Ryan James was covering inside him. Yeah. And you could see James pushing out, and he was screaming at him to get out. Yeah. And Carl, he was just sort of stood Holden, flat, yeah. flat-footed. Yeah. You know, okay, what, do you want, you want a senator to come in, or yeah, yeah. what's going on here? And then there was just creating overlap after overlap.
2: It, yeah, put that on Flash or something. Someone needs to tell the line, you know, what to do. I mean, if he's going to be shuffled around and, you know, I mean, you you know what? You would think as a, as a professional yeah. football player who not who is not unfamiliar with playing in the six. I mean, yeah, he, it's, he did this is not enough. the first club he's done it. No. you think he'd have a, a fair idea of what to basically slide in a line. and yeah. it, You know.
1: But it, it you know, And you can see James screaming at him. Yeah. He must you be can dumb. see like him. A, so, Dumb football, eh? Um, but it was just, uh, again, the the Raiders saw it. Yep, He did it a couple of times in midfield. Yep. And they just took advantage of him. Mm-hmm. They ran everything down that side. Yep, um, there, there was one little one that, um, what's his name, fucking Crimea River put in. But the Titans got back in. You know, there were a couple of clever little grubbers, but... It was all too little, too late, though. Well, they, they got themselves to within eight. Yeah. You know, and and you look at that, and okay, from there miracles can fucking happen, but yep. in that position they let in another fucking soft as baby shit try, right under the post, yep. just a big big old forward barge through, mm. um, and and that that was it. But to me, they just look mentally fucking broken. Yeah.
2: Which is so strange when they they went on a little mini sort of run yeah. after they had that, that, that good win against the Broncos, very good win against the Broncos, and it looked like they were they were pretty much fucking rolling. And it's not like that they've been crippled by injuries or anything either. Oh, they've been that- crippled by players just falling the fuck off. Yeah, they, they lost Arrow in this one. Well,
1: Arrow, yeah, they lost and- him in
2: this one, though. I mean, but they've been going badly, you know,
1: poorly for a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, tough times. Yep.
2: Uh well, here we go. Fantasy underscore NRL CEO. On last week's episode you touted Eisenhuth's try against the eel as the softest prop try ever. Titan, tie my beer. <laughs> good afternoon, Mr Solly. I'll Enjoy your stay. I still like the Eisenhuth one more just because of like the, the semi half pace and like the distance covered and all that sort yeah. of thing. But yeah <laughs> yeah, I take your point. Uh King Levius. I knew Bryce couldn't go a season without getting another teardrop. <laughs> Hashtag 187 on the Gold Coast season. <laughs> 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 Earthboy75. Who's selecting Cartwright at six for the Titans? Ruined Sims? <laughs> Can't speak as a goalpost Titans as they play, play Branko. Come on.
1: Well, hang on. When was that tweet sent?
2: He sent that tweet. Uh, it would have been after the game.
1: That's prophetic. Yeah. yeah. It's prophetic.
2: Yep. Nostradamus. <sighs> 20, Warriors 26 defeated the Tigers 4 at Mount Smart crowd of just under 17,000 the Warriors 26 came from tries to Fusatua Johnson Maumalo uh, double to Lawton uh, Sean Johnson 2 of 4 conversions Kata missed with his only attempt and uh, penalty got to Sean Johnson Tigers 4 came from tries to fucking mullet <laughs> the fucking mullet tank <laughs> and that's that was it. Yeah. I saw an article through the week where it was like yeah, he knows people saying shit about his hair and, and he's just and and he's not cutting it and furthermore it's not like he doesn't mean that haircut he's like there's a couple of other players I don't know it might have been Masters might have been one of them I can't remember but he said like you know two of the two of the players he named and then they get like a barber around every week you know to fix their hair and everything like you know make sure it's all perfect and he gets it done at the same time and they're like you know cut the back off he's like no nah, never this is exactly how I want like, I, like it's not like I it, it didn't get this way by accident this is exactly how I want it to be <laughs> it makes me happy <laughs> I can't fucking argue with the dude I mean if you could. If, you look like a fucking idiot, but, I mean, if you're owning it like that, I mean, how can <laughs> how can you say anything about it yeah. when that's the attitude?
1: <laughs> look, you know, it, it's not as prevalent in Australia as it is in America. It's like the hairstyle equivalent of getting face tattoos. Well, he might just be one yep. of those people that has a fucking shelter somewhere full of fucking canned tomatoes and bottled water and shit like that, and he figures that in the fucking dystopian post-apocalyptic future Mm -hmm. if there's someone trying to steal some food they're more likely to steal it from fucking some Blake Ashford looking motherfucker (laughs) than him. (laughs)
2: This dude looks like he stepped off fucking stepped out of fucking uh, Mad Max.
1: (laughs) Yes. A good try he scored though. It was fantastic. Determination. Over this game though the, the Warriors just did a much better job of playing that up tempo style of football. Yep, they did it at a better quality and and for a longer period of time than the Tigers. You know, the the Tigers tried to match them at at their own game. Um, but even when, like after he fucking sin-binned himself, fucking offer, what an absolute dickhead. Um, how, after had had, how, how dare you? Why?
2: He's he's top 5 you We're in the game, so I'm told.
1: <laughs> fucking hell, I can't even think of a fucking witty comeback to that because it's just that fucking ridiculous. But <laughs> it, it it's happened so many times this season. Yep, the blow a whistle and fucking.
2: And oh, look, I understand. Uh, it's it's become now the, because of the the referees' willingness to go well, yeah, it is, and you got to go.
1: Yeah.
2: Finally, I mean, that that's the, you know, they're willing to do that every game, like, every time. And yeah. they've made it, like, an accepted part, like, you know, I think for the fan bases as well. It's like, yeah, okay, there's no real complaining about it. Exactly. Um, It's been building over the last season or two, Um, but it's good that it's finally it's, it's become a thing. But now it's, like, a, a completely legit yeah. strategy. Yeah, yeah. Tap, yeah. tap, and run for the fucking run, like, run for the markers and mate and and, and you know, just it, pray, yeah, just yeah, just wait for muscle memory and instinct to kick <laughs> to in care. and give yourself a man uh, a man
1: up. But he, even when like after he came back on the field, he he made that break and he yep. he was away. Yeah, it, it ended up he was absolutely fucking monstered in in a nice little one on one ball and all. Yeah, but if you if you look at that run, there were four other warriors jerseys mm-hmm. that appeared. Yep. Between him and the try line, yep, from midfield, yeah. So the, the Warriors just look to have an answer for almost everything that the Tigers threw at them.
2: But the thing is, the Tigers. I mean, yeah, the scoreline doesn't doesn't. Ref- I don't think it reflects how in just the general ebb and flow of the game, they were fairly even for large por- portions of this game.
1: Oh yeah, gosh gotcha. uh,
2: yeah. It's just that the Warriors could actually generate attack, yep, and convert that yep into points, yeah. And, um, you know, like, how could they fucking not with, you know, beasts like fucking Fustua. I mean, that guy, he's got a fucking amazing try in him
1: every oh, week. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. It, it's almost like he runs towards the sideline just so he can... <laughs>
2: just to see how far he can go over and still get it down. Yeah. This a personal challenge at this point. It's,
1: yeah, nuts. But, um, you know, then then you end up... Yeah, Benji set, got himself sinbind. Yep. That was the only one that... Yeah, you know, what you say? It was two in quick succession. Yeah, I I haven't seen a sin binning for two. Yeah, it's
2: uh, I I felt it was qu- it was probably a little bit quick on the trigger, but also I wasn't listening that intently to what the referee yeah, was doing, so. and he might have given them absolute. A warning fair beforehand. fair to say, look, next yeah. one, you know, yeah. I've had enough, next one, a guy's going, and then it's happened anyway.
1: But it's, and, you know, again, for the Warriors, we're, we're a se- season's past. Yep. You know, Isaac Luke went down. That's again. a that's a big one for him. I, I would say that put he's... Put his shoulder
2: out, put his shoulder out, and then put it back in on the field, because he didn't want to leave the field, and he wanted to keep going. Yeah.
1: yeah. Fucking little machine.
2: He's having the fucking career season, almost.
1: What a, what a fucking healing...
2: He's getting that carver over there. Ribbon wiki's probably it up for him after the games and shit. If
1: he was taller, he could play Wolverine in a movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, previously, in another season, losing Johnson would be fucking catastrophic for them. Yeah. This year, though. Yeah, it's just like tape a deep breath and fucking get on with it. Yeah. What I did love, though, did you see Johnson after he was injured? No. So he's gone down, and you see the medicos run out to him. Yeah. And he sat down and normally when a player is in that situation it's press describe your pain press describe your pain press describe your pain Johnson sat up and he's like describing the fucking scientific names of the bones (laughs) he's fucked in his foot just because he's done it that many fucking times he's gone no I felt it go it was fucking 34 metacarpal fucking here on the thing Um, so he could perform first aid on himself Yep. but yeah no good win by the Warriors get the season back on track At one-eyed
2: tiger unscore. No matter what happens from here, we'll always have memories of happier times in March and April. Unless alcohol destroys those memories, which is a possibility if this form keeps up. <laughs> Hashtag tigers, in, tigers incline on hold. Rusty Hartup. What year is this? I swear this is 2016 Tigers, but this can't be 2016 Warriors. Uh, the biggest Tiger. Warriors being great will be the last thing that finally kills rugby. So really, the Tigers are like Aragorn leading the final battle of Mordor. #NewZealandJoke New Zealand joke. Hashtag L-O-T-R and R-L together at last. It's funny time. I actually watched Lord of the Rings this morning. Had uh, uh my son was homesick. Nice. So I thought it's about time, you know what? Probably probably his sister doesn't have the stamina, so it doesn't need to be like a family movie yeah. thing, but I'll throw it on and see if he you know, see if he takes an interest in it. And uh yeah, he was uh he was fairly entertained by it all. Ne-
1: next time, probably not when your kids are home, um look look for the the homage plowed um, in the ring. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I find it on e or just your general <laughs> porn no, uh, good good. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, like it, it's probably better than Raiders of the Lost Ass but it's no Beaverly Hills Cox
2: Demetair <laughs> <sighs> uh, uh, Demetair Great bounce back from last week. Cough, cough, Tigers fans. Exception, biggest Tiger top bloke. I'll be at Campbelltown Station. Dick tuck, Kendall style it is. <laughs> then at this point, the sucking of the dick from the back will commence. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Barbie style. Uh, Jay Bartley 90. Oh no, we suck again. <laughs> Hashtag back in decline. <laughs> Hashtag stuck at the bottom. Uh, Mark underscore Aaron. How good was that first tour try? He's a better finisher than Ron Jeremy. Indeed. Uh,
1: Jeremy was never known for his finishing
2: uh, what you're saying he's, he's more of a more of a, a rugby league Peter North <laughs> Stuart Marler hashtag Tigers in decline there I said it happy now <laughs> <laughs> the biggest tiger i got, got to give him another one because, uh, actually no that's, that's the wrong game so we could save that one for later the biggest I was going to say I didn't think I was fucking giving away bonus tweets for people this week although you deserve it because you are a treasure Sharks 22 defeat the Parramatta Eels 20 at the uh, Reclaim Australia Stadium. A crowd just uh, ticked over 12,000 in attendance. The Sharkies 22 a double to Fecky. Uh, Townsend and Lee also with tries. Townsend two or four conversions and a penalty goal. The Eels 20 tries to French, Moses, Gower and Jennings. Moses two or four conversions. Crucially two or four. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, let's, you know, it wasn't like he shanked it from in front, though. I mean, like. Yeah. He almost got that sideline one. Line. I mean, it was a pretty good, he made a pretty good fist of it. It
1: wasn't sideline, though.
2: It was, like, fairly wide out, though, right? Uh, um, yeah. unless, unless my memory's completely fucked, I remember no. being pretty, like, decently far
1: out. This is a funny thing. Right after this game, um, I jumped on, turned the old PS4 on. Yeah. A couple of the Tool Nation lads were on there. I yep. was talking, they were talking about the game, talking about the game. And they go, oh, fuck, how close was that conversion for him to win it? And I didn't even register that they could have gone into Golden Point. Like yeah, in yeah. my head, it was already just, okay, they'd fucking lost and that was a trash time try.
2: Yeah, no, no. That like was it, too tie it up, yeah. Yeah, the no, Point, yeah.
1: Thing, but um, Sharks, I think, played some just very good, simple, and smart football. They let their forwards do the work, they let Parramatta come in to try and lessen the impact. And for the first part of the game, they just persisted with some, you know, third tackle spreads out to either side. Yep. Then when Paris thinned out and started to slide early, they just brought their quick guys back with some some nice little inside balls. And there was just really no opportunity for, for Paramount to get on top defensively. Um, I think for Parra, a couple of the bigger worries came from that Val Holmes try that was disallowed. Where he ran through fucking nine thousand people and yeah and did that, um, yeah yeah okay, technically Moyland got in the way, um, and I'm not saying they they should have allowed it yeah, but what happened to Parramatta there was
2: was Exposed. Re-
1: really something that that other teams are, are going to want to take notice of, um, but frustrating for Parramatta fans. I know, I know Cronulla had sort of, you know, signed off and, okay, yeah, we've got the win here. The game
2: one here. was one, yeah, yeah.
1: But what Parramatta produced, and especially the decisions made by their halves in that last, you know, whatever it was, eight, seven minutes. Yep. If I was a Parramatta supporter, I'd, I'd be sitting there going, well, hang on, wh- why are you only doing that then? Yeah, when the game's gone. And I don't need you to do it every set of six. I understand that every set's not going to be a scoring opportunity and yep. that you've got to work into positions and, and really, you know, probe your defence. But... At least something yep. before then. Um, I, I don't know what it takes, and you know he, he gets a lot of shit for being a, a whinging little cunt. But I, I would fucking much rather the response out of Mitchell Moses after the game was lost. Yeah. Than than the happy than your slappy, fucking yeah, Kumbaya Hill Song Circle. Yep. So. Well, no,
2: it's, 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 it, I, th- I think it's a, the, the most real response that he's ever had on a football field.
1: Yeah.
2: like Actually, like, like a, you know, demonstrating, like, we'll win and, you know, how much how much winning means to him and all that yeah. sort of thing. Because, I mean, he's been a... I mean, the whole point of his exit from the Tigers was that he was the opposite of that. Yeah. He was fucking borderline tanking it and, like, you know, putting zero in. Yeah. Which is why he got the early release. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to see, that, you know, it's you know whatever the circumstances of him landing there i mean it's good to see that he's actually gives a fuck mm. you know for like for fam, fans of the year as well because i mean i'm sure that they wouldn't have been you know particularly happy in the first you know sort of five or six weeks either yeah um so i mean hopefully that gives them some, you know a bit of hope but you know at least in terms of the commitment levels mm. that he's bringing to the table yeah so, you, know, you wouldn't believe it, but there's fuck all tweets about in fact zero about that game so um Good, good shit fan bases. Uh, the Dragons thirty four to the Storm fourteen Jubilee, just a tick over nineteen thousand in attendance. The Dragons had a double to Aiken, McInnes, and LaFire tries with four of four conversions and five of five penalty goals for a perfect day with the boot, defeating the Storm, fucking pounding them fourteen. Uh, Hat trick to the Fox and uh, one of three conversions to Camp Smith. See. Mm.
1: This game for, for Storm, from their point of view, was a, a throwback to both the Tigers games that they played in, where you know, neither team could really get into any sort of consistent rhythm. Yep. Um, it was pretty scrappy on, on both sides, but but whereas the Storm looked completely shook up and, and uncomfortable being in a scrappy game, yeah, the Dragons, to me, looked like they had... You know, they obviously weren't happy to be fucking up and knocking the ball on and making silly errors. But when that happened, they were a lot more resigned. Okay, let's not just not let this cost us. Yeah. Yep. You know, so they seemed to deal much better with the condition and the flow of the game than the storm did. They ended up completing the storm at sixty-five percent, um, which for them that that would that's pretty much you know family members getting getting knocked off. Yeah. Yeah. You know um fucking ado cars lucky he produced all of melbourne's five line breaks yeah um but yeah he he's not going to win he's not semi rudra um but that melbourne forward pack were just completely dominated and mistakes
2: and, and the other side just seemed to you know end up in mistakes
1: as well like they could get nothing going on and cameron smith got punched in the dick now, look,
2: if you had have asked me before this game, or before this round of action, you said, how'd you feel about Cameron Smith getting sent to the bin that time? And I would have said, look, it was fucking amazing. Like, I probably ejaculated three, four times. And uh, and it was definitely... It was, and, and, you know, the bank got a fucking heavy usage out of it evermore. But if you then had said, well, look... Is there going to be any moment Cameron Smith related this season that's going to top that? I could never in a million years have estimated a guest or forecast that him getting punched in the balls to basically remove him from
1: the, defense.
2: From, a, from the defensive line for the purpose of scoring a try is just the most fucking delightful thing I've seen on a rugby league field in God fucking knows how long.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, just So, so satisfying.
1: (laughs) Tell you what. I jerked off that much. I went past coming blood. (laughs) Past coming dust that honestly looked like I was spoofing paprika. (laughs) Just this weird fucking mix. Um, You know, I was scouring eBay for fucking Jeremy Lattimore rookie cards. It's... uh, (laughs) Sensational
2: <laughs> to add to the bank. <laughs> <sighs> oh, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and look, you know, judging from the, the tweets that we received, the uh, the rugby league community at large <laughs> also felt the same way. Devon Ed, Jeremy Lattimore is a shoe in for the next immortal after doing what all rugby league fans have wanted to do for 15 years now: chop Camp Smith right in the nuts. Um, we've got a. Uh, Steve K146432, I believe he's a Russian bot. Uh, it's a little surprise that the Dragons are the top-scoring team this season with such innovative attacking strategies. Personally, I hope to see the punch camp Smith in the cock play used much more frequently from now on league-wide. It would be amazing. And um, biggest, the biggest tiger, most wholesome person on Twitter, I'll have you know, actually punched him in the dick and they scored... God, I hope that's not a new strategy employed by lots of teams. I don't know if I could watch anyone else cop it other than Smith. I could watch plenty of people cop it.
1: Yeah. Even players I like. The good thing is, if you go back and freeze frame it, Yep. he's punched him in the hairy beanbag that hard, his fucking chin dimple popped out for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking great.
2: Oh, fucking hell. The uh, Roosters 22 defeated the Miley Manly Seagulls. 20 at Allianz. Um... Yeah, and uh, Thanos certainly got to this crowd, i <laughs> generously say. The uh, Roosters 22 uh, tries to uh, Fergie, Lou, and JWH. Uh, three of three conversions and two of two penalty goals to trial Mitchell once again, carrying his fucking side as he has done for the last month. Uh, Manley's 20 came from tries to uh, Fenua Blake and a double to Uate. Uh, Cherry Evans, two of three conversions and two of two penalty goals. Look, I think this one might be the one where they've just started to turn things around a little bit. Still fucked with injuries and one more injury is pretty much means they can't play. What the how bad does an injury toll how bad could an injury toll conceivably get in the NRL era? I mean, you've had some fucking terrible ones in your time. Yeah. How bad could it conceive like when you're fucking
1: basically My understanding. trotting out fetuses onto the
2: in 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 the in the seventeen, yeah. jersey just
1: yeah. <laughs> My understanding of this is, it it all works back to the salary cap, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you have your top squad.
2: You've got your top thirty, yeah, and then you've got the development ones as uh, outside outside yeah. of that, and that's what you've you've had to bring one up. But then, I think this week, haven't yeah. You? Then,
1: yep. then you've got your your second level or your your yep. underneath yep. tier. Now they have their own independent salary cap. Yep. And they also have their own min um, min payment. Yeah, yeah. And that's so you can't go and get, you know, you, you couldn't go and sign Kronk and Smith from Melbourne.
2: Yeah.
1: And say, oh, no, Kronk's going to play reserve grade for us. <laughs> and he takes up your whole yeah, fucking yeah, cap. Yeah. Yeah. The, it seems to be just a formality that if you can't field players. Because they're not
2: going to prevent you from.
1: Exactly, fielding of seventeen players. Exactly. Yeah, you know, they're not going to let anyone forfeit. Yeah. They're, they're not going to let yeah let that happen. There's so it's too much
2: money for that to happen. Yeah.
1: Correct. Um, there's a couple of avenues for them. They can you know have people that what they call development players. Yep. Coming through. They can ask for special permission. Yeah. General, just like you guys did with, with um, yeah. Fucking uh, your your cuck master who fucking cucked you. And wouldn't play for the love of the jersey. Did you see how much he's getting paid? That, that's irrelevant. I'm talking about the fact that he wouldn't play for the love of the jersey.
2: Do you, you understand? He's pa- he's playing for one-fifteenth of what the West Tigers fired him from.
1: Yeah, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. You, you're paying him less than the Tigers.
2: Oh, we're paying, him, we're paying him less than the doggies who are paying him less than the Tigers. We're paying him like a third of the doggies. Okay, cool. So what's happened is we've got a player in first grade who's basically making fucking... What I presume, James Hassan, who I found out is back at Manly in reserve grade. <laughs>
1: no, he was given the opportunity to play for after being fired by the fuck club in decline.
2: No, but after- also, yeah, he was given the opportunity, but also, no, but I mean, part of his contract was that it activated certain things upon upon selection to first grade. Yeah, so that's you know, so that's
1: fine. And, and, but do and you know then- what, he had the option to do. He had the option to say, given the current situation, I will forgo. Those clauses, because of my respect for the club that gave me a third chance.
2: Contract's a contract, man. I mean, we did the right thing by him. Now he can feed his whole family, which I believe that is is a burden on his on his not on his not small shoulders.
1: <laughs> so better watch he doesn't go to Broncos, and, anyway.
2: and hopefully he's going to play. Be- and, and hopefully he'll play better now that his family are off his fucking back. Um, speaking of him, though, so he I mean, considering he hasn't played first grade for about <laughs> a year. And being so young and he was mm. so, so heavy not not that long ago. Yeah. He fucking actually did okay because he was marked up on the trail... Who was the who's the best player in the in the Roosters' side and the only only player. Co- only conduit through yeah. which points are traditionally that's scored it. over the last over season 2018? And he fucking he bottled him up. I yeah. mean, there was only one chance that he really had to score, and that ended up with Sully barrel him over the sideline. Yep. So he did a he did a fucking great job. I mean, I'm not saying he's not there yet, but I mean, shit, that's the first appearance. Then I'm you know I'm happy for him to build from that for sure. And I mean, as a whole, I mean the side. Definitely was better this time. Dylan Walker is actually better at five, five I mean, at five eighth than he was in that first uh, abortive stint in 2016. He actually didn't look too bad um, because he you know he knows what his abilities are and he's he's got to be a uh, running 5.8 and so he did that and he and he looked he
1: looked fine unless Boo um, Radley's in front of him then he shouldn't run. Well,
2: I mean he came from beside Ever. him and I mean you know good cover defence and everything. I mean but that other one was a fucking send off. I mean shoulder and arm directly straight to Tapao's face. I mean, he's suspended this week from it, um, which is good to see. I mean, the fucking grubshot merchant. Um, you know, you want to start talking about you want to start talking about fucking Steve Matthies and all this sort of thing, mate. I mean, Steve Matthies was known for one thing: smash and cunts legally. So don't fucking
1: no. <laughs> Steve Matthies was known for fucking dropping down and pretending to be injured <laughs> when the fucking game got tough.
2: The greatest fucking hitter the game has ever known ever. Money to power. This week, statistics actually do tell tell a positive story for him because, I mean, last week, he got a fuckload of metres, like, you know, over 250, I think. Yeah. But, I mean, there was some, you know, those dickhead penalties, you know, piggybacking sides out of, the, out of their own end and, and and drop balls and shit like that at the end of a 20-metre run. This, this week, there was little to none of that. So, he's actually yeah. getting it together. And he was fucking beast mode. I mean this game was more of a, the team's obviously down on confidence but I think it's one that will really build confidence for them um, internally going forward and really that's that was the difference in the game because I mean every other I mean apart from the scoreboard they were on top in every fucking facet of the game I don't think East have fixed anything themselves either at the moment um, and Friend once again I think that if Radley if Radley could stop getting suspended yeah I think Friend is fucking gone like yeah I think in two weeks' time, you know, pending what happens this weekend, I mean, who knows? Miracles yep. may fucking, you know, yeah. someone may come out and have a blinder. But he is, I think he is officially on notice. Well, how long have they got Kronk for? Two
1: years? Yeah. You, you know, I would be thinking very seriously about talking to Cooper Kronk. Yeah. Because he would need to obviously friends popular within that playing group, like yeah. he, he's been yep. at the roosters for a long fucking time, yep, and what you don't want to do is have anyone there that can potentially start some sort of fucking player revolt, yep, but what, Cooper Cronk is starting his touches flat footed mm-hmm with very little option around him,
2: and I don't, I don't remember his service being bad, or like he, I, he was good once, at, like even just as things like the service.
1: Yeah, look, you know, I think he was serviceable. I, th- I yeah. think he, I think he kept his spot with that sort of determined, yep. nuggety. I'll, I'll run for every ball. I'll fuck it. will tackle. Counts three times my size. I'll, I'll get involved in everything. Yep. Um, and it's all, there's almost no other position for him yeah. on the football field. Yeah. His size doesn't lend him to any other yeah. position in the pack, and he's probably not quick enough to be an effective center or even a winger, yeah. even though somehow fucking Mitch Orbison's still a center. Yeah. That um, fucking... <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd, I would be engaging Cooper Cronk and really then trying to get the, the team on side. Yeah. You'd want to be giving friends some fucking clear direction. Yep. As in... No likes the ball out in front of him yep. and he's going to be moving yep so you know we this, need
2: to this is, what are they fucking doing at training if not that you know um, and like Tommy Turbo fucking mate have a week on the wing or something I mean when when you look at you know Matthew Wright and you go look honestly he's a better option just because fucking body on the line and safe he's not going to do anything good or spectacular
1: Yeah. but
2: he's not going to fuck up either and, like, I saw the, yeah, the, the head dropping a bit as well. And, you know, it's not, it's not good when, you know, the confidence is dropped like that. You know, you need to... The injuries are, are such that, you know, you can't give someone a break, but you can certainly give them a holiday out in the wing.
1: He hasn't yeah. been the same since he came back too early with his yeah. fucked ankle.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, that the ankle-related shit sapped him of his confidence. And now his ankle's probably okay. But, you know, then the confidence thing is like a carryover from that, so... Um, I, I wouldn't
1: be surprised. Was, was it last year that he played the last... Half of the season absolutely busted.
2: Yeah, Was, much was that. that last year?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so he, he played that that tail end yep. in a fair amount of fucking pain. Yeah. Like, there were a couple of games where he made clean breaks. Yeah. And you could see he was fucking limping yep. you know, the, the last couple of minutes. I honestly think that them doing that to him last year and then bringing him back early again this year, I think that's fucked him in the head.
2: Yeah, I wonder if it's I wonder if it's like bringing him back early though, or just you know, like I think medically they wouldn't bring him back early. They wouldn't bring him back early medically. Like he would have been fine to to play, but maybe you know maybe mentally.
1: You know, okay, you remember it. when fucking Greg Inglis fucked himself game one last year? Yeah, and but, they said you're fine to play on. That was, yeah. Medically, that was the wrong call.
2: (laughs) I I would agree medically wrong, but that was like something that was like the most negligent fucking thing we've ever seen in the history of rugby league. That's it. (laughs) Like, that's what it's...
1: But, and in all seriousness here, when Tommy came back in that game early, and it was apparent after 10 minutes... Yeah. ...that he wasn't right. He had no pace, he wasn't changing direction, and he was ginger on that fucking leg. Yeah. Why didn't Trent pull him off? He's obviously because, not right.
2: Because I know, I know, I know why. Because he's not a good coach. Fuck me. <laughs> I yeah. Don't, yeah. I, do I do I need to go get a fucking Google Translate and fucking find out how to say it in twenty six different languages so I, people will fucking hear me?
1: I fucking tried my best <laughs> to help you this week. I fuck. I I rang up my mate Gus. I said, "Look, man, they're in a fucking spot here." Get, get, get this kind of the walk. We, we need your help. <laughs> no. I need you to start some fucking rumours that you're looking at Uate. <laughs> well,
2: fucking look at him, two-try hero. And he actually, he should have had a hat-trick because that try was yeah, fucking legit. But- and that's the worst thing about this game. I mean, there's, the, the, the talk about games, of, like when te- a team is down on luck, it's really fucking hard. Like once they get over the hurdle, they're okay. But it's just hard to break that hurdle. I mean, because this game is like that try from Uarte was dead set. Legit. And, the, um, and Dylan Walker had a break as well. We picked up a loose ball and it was called the knock-on both ways. Like, East knocked it on and then he knocked it on in picking it up somehow. And he was off under the sticks. And then you look on the replay and he didn't do anything like a knock-on. He just picked it up as clean as you like and was away. And then the flip side is that they did to themselves was the fucking Paseca, I think it was, trying to tackle uh, Lou for that, that uh, try they scored after half time, And, oh, the, sorry, their second try they scored. And he's... The guy's down low, you know, a meter out or two meters out from the try line. I think power was sort of around his body and legs, and he was the one bringing him down to the ground. But then Paseca's kind of like just had like the knees, how they sort of leaned forward with the knees and sort of over the top of him. And you can see the guy's got his arm out trying to put it down. And it would have been nothing for him just to go, you know, just to drop his arm and just, you know, wrap that arm up. Problem solved. But he wasn't even looking at; it. He was looking... I don't know where he's fucking looking, but he was over the guy's back mm. and like not looking down at what was actually happening. It was just like, it was like a combination of laziness and just like no fucking awareness of where on the field, yeah. <laughs> where the trial was. Like just dumb shit. And, and those two things like that turned it from a handy win to a, or a close win or an easy, you know, like 12 point win. Just fucking dumb shit. Um, Kim W. Jobson. Every time manly players make an error, I feel like Jakey T is going to go all oh, Bellamy on their families. They're going to give him heart problems. He cares that much.
1: He stopped fucking he's, caring. I
2: think I think he's dead inside. Um, he's, he can't even fucking look at his brother at the dinner table at the moment. I, I would all all he wants
1: it. to do is go and fucking sit and watch Reggie's to support his mate Hastings
2: <laughs> in a
1: fucking hoodie that covers up that giant fucking pumpkin head of his. And he sits there and eats his soft serve with sprinkles like a sad little cunt.
2: Paul Mack underscore 78 Roosters picked so many hookers today Buzz Rothfield turned up to the game Barge 86 Has anyone seen Robbie Farrell lately I swear he's wearing a Jake Friend suit and playing for the Roosters to get his revenge on Jason Taylor Hashtag still in decline uh, Ryan F underscore the best Two things we learned from tonight's game One we put the NRL on notice we are back baby Hashtag top 8 here we come Two Manly fans have given up there were easily more Roosters fans in the crowd tonight Oof Unlikely Okay, first, the game up Thursday night. West Tigers take on the North Queensland Cowboys at Leichhardt. Uh, Tigers, obviously, very good record at Leichhardt, which is, um, you know, they play like one fucking game there every blue moon. You know, I mean, I'm no fucking genius, but...
1: I know we're fucking ragged on him already this episode, but did you also <laughs> see fuck, cunt, bald, fuckwits comments about suburban grounds?
2: Look, I saw the headline... And I just knew that I'd be infuriated by what he said. So I chose for the sake of my mental health to avoid reading that. He's
1: basically calm. My mental health's fucked. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So. You're dead inside. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm about ready to throw a fucking water fountain through a wall (laughs) and run out. (laughs) um, He's basically said that, you know, look, I'm all for the history of suburban grounds, but what I'm interested in is the casual fan. Who wants to turn up to a game every now and then with their wife and kids, you know, are they really going to want to stand on the hill at Cogra?
2: They have a fucking great time there from what I've seen.
1: Well, I have better times with my kids. Now, like Suncorp Stadium, I rate as one of the best sporting stadiums I've ever yep. been to. Not a bad seat in the house, really. It's fucking great. Even though most of the times I've been there have been fucking miserable. Yeah.
2: But we had a good time at the Origin last year. Oh, it was, so it was fucking great, yeah. Um, Smash the fucking cunts.
1: Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Oh, no. Look, Matt Bowen ran away from me. to <laughs> scored the try. Oh, yeah, you bring up old shit. At the end. Fucking camole. Um, But I've had much more fun with my kids, yep. especially my kids, mm. at Q Cup Grounds. Yeah. Up here. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I know it's not NRL, so it's obviously yeah. going to be cheaper, but you can get in there. You know, there's... It's more more conducive to kids who, you know, at half time may want to go and fucking run around yep. for ten minutes. Yep. Um
2: link up with other kids that are there and you know Yeah. Yep.
1: When uh you know, my the eldest was down in in Sydney a little while ago, caught up with Nat and a couple of the players at, yep. at, that that was the first first grade game he'd seen not at Suncorp. Yep. And he was that fucking amazed at how close he could get yep. that he couldn't be pulled away from the fence. Yep, he could it, like he just blew his fucking tiny little mind. That he could be, yeah, <laughs> you know, because he's not up in the bleachers. Yeah, uh, up in the the up fucking in the stadium. Green stand, so, yeah. you know, again, Greenberg is that fucking
2: removed from the reality from it? of yeah. Or maybe it's, or maybe it's us. Maybe we are the ones that are fucking removed from reality. I would not. I, I would. I would expect that we come in, into contact, via this show, with a massive cross section of fans. Yeah. I dare say we're more in touch with fucking What else. fans
1: want. The thing is, I'd have more respect for the fuckhead if he came out and said, "Here's the reality." Yep. The state and federal government are tipping all this money in. Yep. To put these fucking stadiums in. Yep. And for for us to do XYZ and keep it affordable for things like Grand Finals and State yep. of Origins, yep. you need to do this.
2: That would be good if you it, said that, but I mean that would that would be that would be hypocritical then because then he yeah. turns around and charges a fortune for Origins of Grand Finals and it says it's know. a premium event, has a, attracts a premium price.
1: But then what do you do when <laughs> you've got, you know, North Queensland. Yep. Are forever gonna be playing at fucking thirteen hundred teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a massive fucking advantage for them. Yep. I was going to say Gold Coast at Hope Solo but...
2: You're fucking they'll in Adelaide or somewhere by the... Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know,
1: it, it's not realistic.
2: It used to be fucking great though. Like the Gold Coast used to be fucking great when they were Carrara. I, love I used Carrara, to go down yeah. all back to when Martin Bella yeah. was there and stuff. Yeah. Used to be a f- that's fucking close to the action. Yeah. Right I mean Jesus it was like you feel like you could fucking put your hand you got to grab a fucking corner post out from Yeah. It's ridiculous.
1: On. Um... You know, it's not realistic for people from Penrith to travel in to fucking Homebush or wherever the fuck it is. Yeah. Or even at this new fucking Super Hillsong Stadium out of Parramatta. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ugh. It's a fucking (laughs) local fucking teams. They're named after fucking suburbs. Yeah. Yeah. Retard. Anyway.
2: So your, your point, your point is that uh, that Leichhardt's great and should be utilised more, and we should never lose the suburban grounds. Well, they could clean up the pisses at Leichhardt, to be perfectly honest, if they want to do something for the suburban grounds. Okay. I mean, this
1: place is fucking hovel.
2: However, the hills and everything, fantastic, yeah. fucking glorious. There's nothing. Oh, yeah.
1: If, I don't if you get are us. a Tigers supporter and yep. you are not going to every fucking home game you can, mm-hmm. you know, at Leichhardt. Mm-hmm. Or fucking Campbelltown. You're a yep. merged club. Fucking deal with it. Yep. If you are a Tigers fan and not getting to every suburban home game, you're doing your whole fucking club a disservice.
2: And you fucking more white brigade. Yeah. Get, in, get down to fucking Leichhardt as well, you, yeah. s- s- you surly cunts. Fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, the game at hand. The Cowboys appear to have approached something resembling what they're supposed to be like, given their roster. The Tigers currently down the the uh the, the the point scoring thing has remained you know similar however they've lost the you know the resilience in defense and and uh and those missed tackles aren't being covered up like they were earlier mm-hmm. in the season and now they're like they're by far and away aren't they like the most missed tackles yes. I mean, averaging something like 30 34 or 35 per game yes um like heart though you know, after we had that, that whole big talk about the about suburban grounds, Leichhardt is one of those ones that has an advantage. It has a, it has, they've they've won their last you know, they, x amount there. They grow a leg. There's six yeah. there. You know, Cowboys traditionally not travelling side. They've been had a disruptive preparation to this game as well. They've been away from home for for two weeks. They've had the whole Scott Bolton thing. You know, coming through. You know how does that affect them? I don't know. Russell Packers back in the side. Yeah.
1: That's a big one.
2: It's just the, there's just a couple of things that, are, that that lead me to believe that the Tigers can probably jag it. Um, yeah, you know, does you know? Will they? I
1: don't know. If the Tigers can hold onto the ball and keep fucking their whole squad on the field, the entire eighty minutes.
2: Are you talking in terms of
1: sin bins? Yes. Yep. They'll be competitive. Yep. The worry is that a couple of these Cowboys forwards figured out. What they're capable of, they remembered. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and although Packers an, an absolute need for that team in terms of soul and, and keeping them together, I'd, I'm not sure that they would have the the way to stop a.
2: Yeah, if Tom Wall is hitting yeah. their career and yeah. stuff again, yeah. So, right, I'm I'm t- I'm torn. T- I mean, there's a lot of reasons to pick Tigers. I feel like the Cowboys are. You know, there was a lot of reason to, for the Cowboys to lose last week too, and they, they looked great. Mm. So, I guess the jury's out at the moment. I don't remember who I picked. I think I may have picked the Cowboys though. I think I may have picked the Cowboys mm. in the old tipping thing, which I don't usually go back and revisit and change after. So, the Knights take on the Panthers up in Newcastle. The Knights have got Lamb back at half. Cogger drops out to 20. Uh
1: Merrin's named. Who the fuck knows?
2: Yeah, your twenty-one is a very um. Yeah, it was a t- it was tough for the club to get their twenty-one together. Yeah, Merrin named. Who knows what's going to happen with the dislocated finger and if he's going to be right to play? Uh, Jerome Luai and Cade Ellis joined the bench. Uh, for the, for Hetherington and Leota suspended and injured respectively.
1: Yep. The, the danger th- games for Penrith are the ones where they go in too sure of a win. Yeah, well, I don't think... With your injury situation, I don't think you're doing that. So, this is what I'm saying. This injury crisis is a blessing in disguise. It's a crisis we needed to have. Yeah. So, now we need to go into every game from here, knowing that we are underdogs.
2: But if Newcastle are going to beat you, it's going to be at their tremendous home stadium with their home crowd. Yeah, definitely. When you've got absolutely
1: fucked from injuries. For Penrith to win this game, discipline needs to be paramount. Mm -hmm. If they do that... Then they get home relatively easy. The class of Maloney will get them through. Um, the
2: Knights are not, not a team that are going to put on some kind of you know um, rushed, rush defensive and uh, and and max intensity yeah, eighty minutes like the Cowboys
1: produced. Yeah. The thing that does worry me is again we've, we've got some you know big strong guys, yes, but not quick yep. in our centres at the moment. Yep, yep. And that little fucking stutter step that Ponga does. Yeah, he'll have him to to put Fitzgibbon over.
2: Yeah. Oof. Scary. Yeah, so i mean just have to watch the side with Yo.
1: And, um... Fucking Yo. Most underrated player in the world. In any sport. Not in the centres, though. Most underrated fucking human.
2: Relax. You can't use that on every player every week, alright? I don't. He's the most. Yeah.
1: Alright.
2: I'll we'll see how he goes at centre.
1: Like, Obama won the fucking Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. That should have been Yo's. Based on... Well, he was the one that actually started brokering the Iranian nuclear deal. But no one the United, knows that United, because he's underrated.
2: The one that the United States just pulled out
1: of today. Yeah, which is a bad <laughs> thing, you fucking Trump supporter.
2: <laughs> I didn't comment on it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying if you want to start throwing out peace well, prizes, maybe, hey, maybe throw them down for people that can fucking achieve something. It's a legacy that sticks. Hey, That's all I'm
1: saying. You know, stop grabbing me by the <laughs> pussy, please. Go and make Manly great again. <laughs> Oh, believe me, I would. I just need to, uh, I, just, I just, need
2: those. I just need those fucking Qatari Airlines boys to get get on board. Yes. <laughs> so in in uh, in conclusion, uh, Knights thirteen plus. Fuck the you. Doggy,
1: <laughs> the, doggies,
2: the doggies take on the eels in the uh, in the the battle of who gives a fuck.
1: That's <laughs> it, Parramatta. Well, uh,
2: yeah, I mean. Is, I'll tell you one thing with Parramatta. I mean, they lose all those games at the start of the season. They get a couple of wins in a row and they, you know, come close last week. How quickly the media, they're fucking so primed and ready for Parramatta to fulfill the yeah, narrative. Yeah, Like, they are just looking for the slightest little opening and inkling that there's something there so they can fully go jump all in on the oh, whole Parramatta yeah, narrative.
1: 100%. 100%. And, uh,
2: and it'll be uh, no different this week, too, yeah. because uh, the Doggies have got plenty of flaws
1: that can be exploited by the eels. Yeah. Tim Tim Manor, unfortunately, won't be in after being skull-fucked by Father Mulcahy. <laughs> he's got a fractured socket. <laughs> and they will keep him out for how long? I don't know. How long does prayer take to miraculously heal wounds? Oh, he'll be back next week then, sure. Yeah. If he's not, there is no God. Okay, so be confirmed.
2: <laughs> Here we go. Centuries and centuries, <laughs> centuries of, of, of religion, uh, <laughs> academic, academic, and theological study, and uh, you know, scientific in, intervention and, and provocation. It all comes down to this
1: game. Well, not this game, t- t matter. They're frantically rereading the Dead Sea Scrolls, and it wasn't six six six. It was just gigantic curly eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look, um, yeah, we agree that Parramatta Eels are going to win this game and no one needs to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I think. This is one of those... Uh, this is going to be... The, yeah. This is going to be one of those... It's like I said um, last week, I think I was um, chatting, to, chatting to the boys and I, was, I said that... Uh, with that Broncos game, Broncos-Dogs game, said that... like um, Thursday Night Football... <laughs> where the yeah. doggies are involved is like the retarded fucking son of Monday Night Football back in the day when we had those when it was the, the Sharks the Eels and the Knights would have games against yeah. each other and they'd be just diabolical like it's where the, it's where the first term where the whole Vivazella thing started coming up yes. in, in relation to the show Yes, I predict that this to be uh, of the same cut from the same cloth the Warriors take on the Roosters at Mount Smart Stadium uh, Sean Johnson out, out again uh, So Mason Lino is in at halfback uh,
1: Not the end of the world
2: Isaac Luke named again because uh, clearly he is fucking indestructible this year And uh, either that or they last year they basically kept him sidelined So they could harvest spare parts For a serious tilt this year And they just, uh, they just plug and play with, uh, with Isaac Luke um, Maybe that's it What's
1: that? Maybe they set Bryce up And all of that time They've been telling him that, you know, they've been having the fucking coat hangers and he's been paying them 50k. Yeah. And every time Isaac Luke's pocketing the 50k... He's grabbing the stem Just stress. fucking drinking those stem cells down. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
2: the roosters. Uh, no Radley. And um, that's uh, that's... A- the only change so that means that mm. it's going to be Jake Friend all day, and I think the Warriors are going to take this one. Remember, Sean Johnson—he came out; he was a late withdrawal, I think it was a game day withdrawal in the first time they played the Roosters this season yes. in Sydney. And we were like, "Holy fuck! This is the first—the first big test for the Warriors and uh, against the Roosters' side." And Johnson's
1: out. The, the oh, Roosters shit. were just starting to come good, yeah. and they—and
2: and the Warriors smashed them this time. It's uh they have won convincingly a couple of times without Sean Johnson. Uh, they're at their home ground and uh, I think the Warriors will have no problem dispatching them in this one.
1: Yes, I agree.
2: Storm take on the Titans at Suncorp. Game one of the double header.
1: Look. It, um... I, I think the Storm coming off the back of that loss they had last week um, are, are a side to be reckoned with. Yep. And I don't think the Titans possess any of the required defensive capability to stop that.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and and what were you saying their completion was last week, or something like, 65. like 65%? Yeah, and that's, and yeah, 65%. There's legitimate, immediate family members on the line. Yeah. Bellamy does not play that shit two weeks in a row. And we've seen it this season. They had a game early in the season was like that, wasn't it? Mm. And then they came back the next week and fucking dominated
1: whoever it was they there, played. There is a real risk that the Dally M winger of the year will be Josh Addo.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying three tries, three points for, <laughs> <Yeah>. for
1: Fox? <laughs> no, I'm saying that there'll be no car on the end because I'll fucking die. But...
2: <laughs> well, no, he's the only one. He's, I mean, at this stage, he's—I he's, he's, think he's got a Teflon because he's putting in—he's he, uh, always looking the best of a bad bunch. What are you saying there's like blanket reprises? Yeah, Well, no,
1: that's, that's what Bellamy does. Oh. If even the best of you have a fucking mother appear in a battle of barrel of fucking lime. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no storm. Yep,
2: um, and the <laughs> it doesn't doesn't even matter who the Titans. I, I'm sorry, Titans. It doesn't even matter. I mean, the fact that Cardi's on the bench and uh, you your Brimson, AJ Brimson in the six. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. You haven't got Jai Arrow. yeah, no, yeah no. no massacre. The Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Broncos at uh, the second game of the doubleheader, and um, no changes to to the Manly side. Can't. I've got no players <laughs> to do so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bird is moving out to the centers to I mean it's gonna be the battle of the fucking the battle of the Maccas fanatics, I think. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna get fuck you get you're gonna get Sully this I mean he's gonna outpace, out eat fucking <laughs> truck bird <laughs> non stop all night long. Um Nick Reamer and Milford the, the uh the long term Half Nickarima <laughs> is uh, moving back into his long term position that he didn't have long term. Jesus and, Christ! Um, <laughs> and I don't. I honestly I think the Broncos. You got to remember last week they weren't were not very good and and were kissed on the dick to win that game. Manly starting to turn it around. Traditionally, Suncorp Stadium is a pretty happy hunting ground for the boys. And uh, I just I just feel like this week uh, they're going to put it together and smash the Broncos thirteen plus. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Dally Cherry Evans dreaming of where he'd actually like to fucking play. (laughs) What, you mean in an
2: origin environment? I was going to say, because he would never play for the Broncos. No. Um... We have to talk, we'll talk about that thing that you yes. showed me later uh, after we finish the preview because it's fucking hilarious. I mean, I only go, I don't go to, to that forum often anymore, but they've always talked about doing it, and if they've actually pulled it off, then fucking more power to them. Uh, the Rabbits take on the Dragons, ANZ Stadium. This game, I mean, you know, surprisingly, it's a fucking big clash. Match of the round sort of shit, right? Mm. Um, rabbits in good form, great form at the moment. Uh, Dragons on fire, Uh you know, untouchable form at the moment, coming off a, a huge win over, you know, one of the teams they would perceive to be their, uh, their big um, rivals for the title. Uh, Burgess is back from suspension, Sammy. Uh, probably a good thing for the Rabbits, I mean, but, you know, they, they sure didn't miss him last week. No, they didn't. Uh, and the Dragons, uh, we've got Zach Lomax named in the 17th. And uh I I feel like you've got Reese Robson, he's dropped into he's dropped out to eighteen, so I don't know if it's like an intentional blooding cycling young young players through. I mean they're gonna have a period where presumably they'll be hit hard from Origin. I mean I've even seen articles come out today with was that Tarek Sims saying he wants to play Origin? Yeah. And so that's on that's on top of, you know, McInnes is in the mix and you know, Frizzle will be there for sure. Then you got Vaughan's putting his hand up and you got, you know, DeBellin is looking like you know he'll you know he'll be a, almost a dead certainty. Aiken to take one of the centre positions. This
1: whole fucking dragons team. Yeah. Reek of fucking. I don't know whether it's insecurity or entitlement. If you want to put on a fucking blues jersey, yeah. Give the selectors no choice.
2: Yeah, but you, you know you want to, you want to signal your intentions first and then back it up. Like I'm happy for him
1: to do that. Yeah, but he's already done that. This is like the third week in the <laughs> okay. row that he's had some fucking mouthpiece about you know I won't let you down if you okay. if you want this attitude or I'm, I'm your man yep. nah, okay at, at some stage stop fucking talking.
2: Also, it's we're strong believers in bad things happening in threes, and your fucking brother dropped the, the fucking semi final for the Broncos a couple of years ago. Your sister can't fucking judge Daly M points properly. Yes, when's yours coming? Better not come in an origin game. We can't take that risk. Correct. We've lost a billion fucking series in a row. That's it. We don't want to lose a billion and one. Exactly. Line through you, Tariq Sims. Yep,
1: done. Fuck off.
2: Line through your fucking bloodline, mate. Um, Dragons to win convincingly. Yes. Raiders take on the Sharks. Canberra and Canberra. Is it getting cold yet? It's been bit cold this weekend.
1: I'm wearing a long-sleeved jumper thing.
2: At the moment. Sleeves pulled up, though. And it wasn't fucking cold. I don't know why you're wearing that. I'm also not in Canberra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Canberra is surely it's getting to that inhospitable can hole. Yeah. Like, you know, temperature wise, I mean, obviously, you know, culturally and, and everything like that, it's it's an inhospitable can hole at the best of times. But yeah, look, it's um, it's going to be an
1: interesting game. You know, the
2: the Raiders are kind of trying to start to look to be putting stuff together. They're they kind of, they're they're slowly eradicating a lot of the dumb shit. Yeah, and yeah. and that's coming through like a general simplifying of things. And I don't know if that's a directive, you know, of, of Ricky or you know something they've been working to do, but it just seems like they're I don't know. They're just slowly slowly getting it together. And it's you know, and it's interesting they're against the Sharks in this in this occasion because that's another team that's like really not displaying a lot of anything but they're sort of getting it together you know what they're going to be in 2018 as well yeah
1: well yeah you gotta remember that the sharks are also sitting outside the eight yep so this is a, a good opportunity for Canberra to actually stomp a little bit even though the sharks are not a top eight side at the moment yep if Canberra can get this one done it'll give them a lot of credibility you know they beat a what's considered a quality outfit yep so um, plus, they probably want some revenge on Moylan. Yeah, I, I suppose completely it, yeah. derailed the season last year. So. Yep, yep,
2: possibly. Look, um, I just uh, I don't know who to go. I, I, I mean, I would, I, I believe, I probably would have tipped the Sharks, just because I feel that they're a much more settled and and solid choice at this stage. But Canberra you know, they could throw some points on. mm it's just, yeah, I, and It's just, yeah, and it's just, it's, I'm just so hesitant because I've just got this, this just this feeling, in the, <laughs> I don't know where it comes from, but it's like, uh, the Sharks just aren't there this year. mm They're just not settled and, uh, yeah, I just don't have the trust in them. And look, you know, that's that's not saying a lot because I didn't really have the trust in them as they proceeded their way through the 2016 season. Yeah. Until it was too late. And yeah, and rugby league couldn't stop them, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but look, I'm going. I'm sticking side Sharkies. All right, hitting the mailbag. Uh Mendoza one underscore Rod. He says, Is it me or De- is Des Hasler AIDS? He's fucked Manly with back end of deals and fucked the bulldogs with the same thing. I guess when you're a silver tail it instantly makes your shit cunt. Hashtag even Manly hates Des. Yes.
1: Look,
2: Rod look, Yes look, look, it does. Look, look look Rod, uh yes, yes, yes he, yes he is. But uh let me tell you even Manly ha- even Manly hates Des, I I'd, I'd think you'd be very fucking surprised. Very surprised. If he was to become if he was to say that he put his hand up and say he wanted a job, I think you would find a massive groundswell at the moment. Yeah. Um If co- you if
1: you were fucking a wood chipper, mm-hmm. you'd jack off with a cheese grater any day of the week.
2: <laughs> That's gonna go on that Twitter account for
1: Cobra <laughs> <girl. laughs>
2: Burgers. Have you ever thought about starting a Discord chat for your listeners? Look, we had our uh, Egg Council and uh and um and Bethany start one after the after the Twillies last year. But I mean it's just if look someone if someone wants to moderate it and everything. What's like a Discord? That, it's like a um it's it's like a mess it's a, a, like a messaging or like a group group sort of chat sort of app kind of thing. Okay. You would know what dis- surely you would you would be a number you would use Discord no that's, that's like that's pretty much the direct way you, you get in touch with teams development teams and crypto and stuff
1: No, I'm worried that's why I'm in
2: all the crypto channels for, for those I'm worried about scammers yeah but you go on the official one with the actual you're talking to
1: developers no scammer fucking message you and says I'm not the official one you don't ex- <laughs> download the app and you'll soon find, you'll see what the deal is you
2: fucking idiot oh right, yeah um, you know the channels are official, and then the, the, the mods and the, and the admins and everything are like the actual people who... You'd have to be an absolute fucking spastic to get somehow scammed.
1: I like my television where I know the channels are official. I'm not putting it on, and instead of nine, there's some fucking weird like Russian thing with two dots above it. Yeah, but like, so basically, look, it, it does exist. I
2: don't remember what it is off the top of my head. Um, tweet us on and, we'll, and we'll figure it out, I, but if I someone wants see, to moderate
1: it... I did see Bethany tweet yeah. a link...
2: And if Bethany, if Bethany wants to mo- moderate it or whatever, then then that's fine. But because it's, it's just a lot of social media channels to to manage and all that sort of thing, and um, we're trying to do less and less uh, work than more. heavy underscore Nova watched my first A League game for the Jets Grand Final. Good to see their video refs are as fucked as ours. I think I'll stick with the League. I believe there was a goal scored in a one nil game. The goal was uh, offside and uh, very easily. <laughs> It's uh, visible via video and for whatever reason didn't happen. I don't know the full story because I don't care, but... Um,
1: Yay, soccer. yeah, soccer.
2: Yep, good one. Mero Shahadi, I'm here again. Boys, someone explained this Hope Solo reference for the sake of the newbies, for fuck's sake. By the way, fucking kimchi housewife is gold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Hope Solo was... She's not a very good person, but that's not that's not a point of story. She she was the goalkeeper for the United States women's soccer team. Mm. She may may have repped them at some Olympics and or World Cups and things yeah. of that nature. Now, you may recall an incident that happened a couple of years ago now. That went on to be known as the Fappening, where there was
1: bulk. <laughs> Somebody got a whole bunch of nude pictures of a whole lot of famous people. Correct. They put them on the one website. Mm -hmm. One of the people that was on there was the then goalkeeper for the US women's team. Hope Solo. Hope Solo.
2: With our selfies taken in all manner of compromising positions. That's it. um, Generally involving... Hustler fucking style gaping.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, Miss Solo since been referred to by David Attenborough as having what's called nature's invisible speculum. <laughs> because when she goes to the gyno, even the stirrups are optional. <laughs> All he does is sit there and whip out his full-size security guard fucking mag light and shine it at the very worst he's going to need one of those fucking dentist mirrors so he can get up there and fucking see from behind. And it,
2: and and, for, and honestly, it, he considers it to be a successful day at the office when he doesn't get confronted with a fucking, I don't know what you call it, a flock of fucking bats flying out yes. as, as, uh, as she takes her position. Basically, she got a cavernous pussy. And... <laughs> and, and C-Bus where the Titans play is basically this massive empty cavernous space yeah hence Hope Solid Coliseum look hope you enjoyed the show now I'm I'm not saying
1: that I'm physically able to go and do pornography you know when I take my penis out it's like a a party popper going off in the middle of the entertainment centre that's (laughs) A no, hot happening. dog in the
2: hallway, feeding a tic tac to a whale.
1: So, um, but normally, when you see a JJ, you expect it to be, you know, full of a certain thing.
2: You expect a snug fit. That yeah, that's saying? it.
1: And when you walk into Hope Solo Stadium. <sighs> Well, from the outside, you may be expecting that things will be chock a block in there. The reality, once is you're inside,
2: it's uh, it's it's empty and
1: uh, it fucking echoes. A
2: chill wind echoes around.
1: <laughs> the ghosts of past warriors. yeah, there's a reference. That's that's uh, probably
2: the best that's ever been explained, <laughs> to be honest. So, well, maybe not the best, but I mean, certainly the most the most uh, vivid detail. <laughs> God, I wish uh, I could and, do it. And look, man, look, if I, look, I, I don't, I don't know you well yet. Amir, but from the tweets that we've received from you, I just know you're going to fucking love that reference. <laughs> <laughs> N Z Tiger and Oz. Oh my god! Listening to uh, this week in League's description of Mahe's hairstyle is having me in stitches. You sir, uh, Mkh Comic. Now, thanks for the shout out, lads. Certainly, considering a Woods episode, um, referring to his uh, mythology podcast uh considering a, a woods episode one of the great modern myths do it yana called matthias five minutes in and stepdad's having a go at religion i pause the pod stop work immediately grab a coffee this is going to need my full attention and proceed <laughs> and uh occupy duckberg i'm not going to push it too hard for hashtag of the year because it's a cursed award but surely hashtag penalty broncos is a good shout i've like i haven't seen that one going around but i'm yeah, look, I'm all for it. I have a feeling, though, that in one of the great rocky stories of our times, Tigers in Decline may fucking come back to win it. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn Shields so Stepdad getting paid royalties on his use of the word cuck.
1: Hashtag word of the day. You did throw a few more out this week as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if Manly stopped getting fucking cucked by some cuck that was. <laughs> Fucking cucked by and you the tigers. Call it, and
2: You're you, you calling, and you, you you tried to fucking throw that MAGA shit onto me, but I mean, like, cuck is basically their adjective of choice in all their discourse. Well, Mr. Underscore Sharkmeister, don't worry about the hashtag NeverBeans. So what about the plotters? Cunts that have managed to plot along through a ton of first-grade games despite their average talent. I don't have a full team, but you can guarantee Tim Manor, Mitch Orbison, and Jared Croker in there. Tim Manor would be the captain, coach. Fucking... Yes. So the first one in their team of the century. Yes, absolutely, positively, and thank you, everyone, for their um, their team of. Uh, I don't remember what we shortened it down, but I mean, you never you know, been. never, never been. But I feel that that's, that some of the suggestions that came through never had potential. I think, mm. they could have, I think they were more in the plotters category than, yes. uh, than these guys that were trumped up to be the fucking greatest thing that it turned out to be, you know, nothing. Mm. Uh, Twill Tourist, uh, Joshua Ford. Joshua underscore Ford. Uh, I love your quickish episodes uh, for long bus rides in Malaysia. Hashtag Twill Tourist. Thank you, sir. And we had a picture, I don't know if you saw the picture linked to was from Captain Cuck. Yeah, I did. Yeah, the Goolman Lookout. Twill Tourist with old Robbo. Nude again. That guy's a loose fucking cannon. He does not mind nuding up in every...
1: You know what, though? <laughs> what? I see that. Yeah. And that that's fucking amateur hour. Yeah. You can remember, I went through my fucking formative years... With, with Mr. Wars. With Mr. Wars, yeah. who is now in the very fucking strict police state that is Singapore.
2: I can't, can't nude up as much.
1: There was one time that he was moving house, and I'd had a new girlfriend for about three weeks, I reckon. Yeah. And we'd gone around, I was going to help him move, and she was going to you know, go in there and fucking pack glasses and newspaper and all that shit, yep. and the truck was outside, and I've gone, and I've opened the fucking, the door shut, and I've opened the back of this fucking truck, yep. she's standing behind me, and he's in there, Starkers, just doing the fucking hip flicks. <laughs> but
2: well, that was in, in <laughs> anticipation of you opening the balls. door. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he'd been in there. In the fucking roasting sun, for I reckon a good fifteen minutes, just waiting for you to turn just up, just prepping it. <laughs> and when he saw that it wasn't just me, it was her. Did not fucking break it, the beat. Just, <laughs> just kept fucking going. Even looked down and gave her a nod. <laughs> so fucking Captain Robbo.
2: Yeah, no, I don't want to see. No, I'm, look, I'm not encouraging you. We don't need to We don't need to see additional. I mean, like, when I mean, we fuck that sign, like, <laughs> we don't need to see that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, he, him and Sam, like, they're, they're fucking, like, two little peas in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what do we got here? Solzy sent us a tweet. Solzy04. He's, uh, he said, okay, S- Sydney-based Twill Nation, we're going to do the Origin Meetup thing. Not sure if the hosts want to get on board, but at this stage, not so. Probably not so. Uh, we'll be on the 24th of June at a city lo- city location from about midday. Some will then go to the game. The rest will watch on a screen somewhere. So be be uh, aware if you're in Sydney and uh, you're going down to the Origin. We've got uh, some people hooking up a bit of a meet-up there, so get a, get down to that, and uh, it might be a good training session for the, the grand final one. Um, now, this weekend... Uh, we have the the double header in Brisbane uh, at Suncorp, and it uh, takes place on Saturday Saturday evening. First game is at 5:30 PM, which is the uh, Storm versus um, Titans game. So we are going to be. We decided uh, after after much discussion that Fritzenberg is going to be the place, namely because they've got a fucking lot of good beers that I want to try on tap at the moment. So so we're going to go there. The downstairs they have they, they have like the downstairs part there, like underneath. I think they call it the bunker. And uh, which is fantastically NRL themed, and um, we're going to be going down there, partaking in beers and uh, burgers and stuff. And uh, what time are we going to get there?
1: Between
2: three and three thirty. I the, Well, the the game, There's a Warriors game that starts at three. I reckon we should make it two thirty to three.
1: Two thirty to three, so we can watch Warriors game on the telly while we have beers and fucking hamburgers. Be-
2: yep. Wings or whatever. Yes. Other shit they got. And um, yeah, and then uh, people who proceed into the game. By all means, so fucking
1: get along to Fritzenburger, mm-hmm. eat some fucking wings, and have some fucking beers.
2: And their burgers are awesome. Um, yeah, they're, they're very good, f- and they've got tons and tons of beers on uh, tap. they've got uh, they seem to have a Star Wars theme going at the
1: moment. For the, Tell you what, for the best night. thing, what's that? Their fucking Fritzenburger. Yep, they don't put salt on their chips. They don't yeah, put true. chicken salt on their chips. Well, you can do what you want with you can do what you want. With they the fucking chicken. crush up twisties and salt their chips. With crushed up twisties. But is
2: that is that a default thing? Because I don't remember that from last time. Maybe that's a. But I haven't been there for like a year. Pretty much double of last time. Yeah. Probably last time I was there. Um, it's fucking goods. Yeah. Mm. And go the go the optional bacon jam on your burger too. Yeah. Fucking sensational. Yeah. That's it. Full time for episode two eighty six. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, we're on Twitter at. Uh, twi league and facebook.com forward slash this week in leagues so i hit the like button share our shit around thank you very much for those who do um i fucking forgot to even look at itunes if there's any reviews this week so hey if you put one up this week thank you very much we'll read it out next week um shout out to our our, our rugby league podcast boys our super league pod sports bf screen machine pod west weekly and the boys over at sports castle as well tipping Yanis has taken the lead. So obviously, the Tiger centric people are dropping back a little. The Dragons people are proceeding forward. So Yanis is on top, tied with punching prolapse.
1: Fuck, that's a newie. Pro basic laps. Yeah.
2: Uh, but we know, we know what you're, we're picking up what you're putting down. They're on 47. One point back, we have Cowboy uh, Jared Ash, H Dragons fan. And then one point further back from that, we've got Big Tiger, Mutsi Mellon. Mitch and Snappy Sarzy. Um Regarding uh, Last Man Standing, we have Brown Snake Seven Fifty said, "How many left in Last Man Standing, Stepdad? Or have you spent all our money on nangs, you fiend?"
1: Nangs or nags?
2: Nangs. N a n g s. Fuck! I thought that was like you're talking about like horses. <laughs> What's a fucking nang? I don't. I don't understand the vernacular myself.
1: Fucking hell. Um... How many left? I've got no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's budget week. <laughs> and if I have to look at another fucking spreadsheet, I'm going to shoot some cunt. Yeah. Which is good because the NDIS is now fully funded. <laughs> so I'll aim for your spine. Um, no, within the next couple of days, I'll put something out on Twitter. Okay. I'm just going to go and compile Excellent. it all.
2: And Supercoach, we've got change, the change in the, uh, the the pecking order with uh, Sam's Seals now on top, followed by Grey Ghosts, Bought Not Bread, Captain Robo Cuck up to fourth. The Cheap Seats, year of the top 15, Pineapples for the Pokies, Meme Queens, The Hot Cosbys, and Kirkenaders rounding out the top 10. Now, something just popped up on Twitter. Now, just quickly. Yep.
1: The team formerly known as Toto's Terrors,
2: about 13th or 12th or something, yeah, out of the top 10. fucking declining. Yep,
1: yep. Fuck you for ruining my nostalgia, Toto. Got clapped. Yes, something has just popped up on uh, on Twitter. Now I'm trying to go as far back as I can so I get the original source and credit them. Uh, Okay, so there's there's two that were posted two hours ago. I'm gonna
2: go to the forum in question, see if I can find a a post about it.
1: So it uh, it looks like there's somebody on Twitter. We have uh, the Cumberland Throw at Eels TCT.
2: Okay, so, yeah, that is a, yeah, okay, I'm aware of that account.
1: Okay. Uh, Saying, Dean Ritchie is a fraud and a hypocrite. Coming out saying that they've been told that an anonymous person and a mate of theirs cooked up the Bears Manly story and posted it on a Manly supporter's fan page to catch Dean Ritchie out. It's all crap, and it was done to show that Ritchie just makes stuff up. Cheers, it's hilarious. So, oh, I
2: mean, like it's 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 known. If 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 you don't know, it's for, it, it is known that the Dean Ritchie. Um, was given an early leg up in his journalist career from um, Peter Peters, and uh, so therefore during the Agenda era when you know the Pens had the minority, the majority ownership share, but the minority board share at the at the Manly side, you know Peters would send a lot of stuff through, and his you know former he'd he'd always push push it out as stories for his former mentor. Um, but I think it's hilarious because I mean if the forum in question they're talking about is the Silvertails forum, you know. There's always talk about like you know journals are going to read uh, reading what we're saying so you know uh, so it's hilarious if they've actually put it together. I don't remember anything where uh, obviously they're not going to say they've done it on the forum there, but um, and I don't frequent it as much as I used to. But uh, that's fucking hilarious if that's the case. Um, I can't imagine the yields would have been it would have been happened on the uh, on the, on the yields forum at all because I, I don't know why they formulate it, a manly. Th-
1: no, it's, it th- says it happened on a manly forum. Yeah, yeah. So um, hilarious. You know what? If this is true, Mm -hmm. if it's true, I would fucking love as many people on social media to run at him as possible.
2: Yeah. He'll block you really quickly, though.
1: Yeah. Just so you know. Um, But this won't garner any traction in the media. No. It's been well fucking established. Yeah. I I have had journos, you know, in conversation with me on Twitter, basically say that it's better for them to be uh, first than right. Yeah. And... If if things change, that's out of their control.
2: Yeah, which is which is why Masood yeah was, you know, he wanted to slit the throat and shit down the neck of the person who yeah. tweeted so. first about his uh, Todd Carney nod story. It's fucking hilarious! What a night's on. Yep, great. And so hopefully that just leaves the the Qataris in 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 the running for Manly, and it's much better for the Pens anyway, because like the Qataris are going to pay fifteen million and and pay like a deposit of like all the fines for the salary cap stuff and all the like. That's people who you know have got the money and are prepared to throw it around to demonstrate the seriousness that they have.
1: My, th- my thing is, though, what is there for a Qatari business to purchase an Australian Rugby League team?
2: Well, look, you know, when you've bought all the Lambos and all that other stuff, I mean, you need to find be- better ways to...
1: Yeah.
2: Flaunt your, flaunt <laughs> but, your you way.
1: know, obviously, there's there's soccer teams that have, you know... Cheaper. Owners. Yeah. And, and that sport... Mm-hmm. Is popular in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. You know? It is. It is strange because I mean, I, it's, de-
2: it's definitely not an expat thing. I mean, there's there are a couple of you know synergies in terms of you know real basic stuff like you know the, you know Qatar Airlines branding and and the Qatar flag and everything like that. You know, it's like maroon and white. You know that. So yeah. Uh, yeah, basic things like that. But I mean, there must be a there must be connection somewhere further down the line.
1: That started it off because that stuff doesn't just appear in a vacuum. But um, I'd fucking love it to happen just to watch Cronulla fans lose their fucking minds.
2: Oh, exactly. I mean, the the, the games would be there'd be a fucking riot every time. I will fucking
1: organise. I will quit my job and open a travel agency and lose fucking money on holiday packages to bring cunts to Manly Sharks Shark Park <laughs> games. With a three-day beach stay beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Tremendous.
2: And uh, that's all we've got time for.
1: Lovely. See some
2: of you this weekend. Yeah, if you want to pop down and have a beer, um, they've got one that's been highly recommended to me. Jedi Juice. So not Jesus, not the Jesus juice that Michael Jackson used to fucking lubricate the wheels of uh, playtime. <laughs> but. <laughs> but Jedi juice (laughs) so uh, yeah I I, I plan on drinking um, numerous pints of that and uh, yeah and uh, see you down there if you want to have a chat and a burger
1: love it see ya